What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Season Gaming Bitcast. Today, episode 128. Uh, Dan, it's hard to believe, man. I keep I keep looking at the number of the Bitcast and thinking, have we really been doing this for that long now? It's insane, man. It, it really is. It, I mean, it, it doesn't I, feel like it. Well, no. And yes. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Oh, that might be everything else that's going on. Then yeah. <laughs> it's, less, it's less the show. It's just like, man, dude. We were just doing this, I swear. Yeah, it feels no, like well, did we do this yesterday. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> welcome everyone to uh, the season game of Big Cash. You've got myself, Ains, Porsche Power. We've got Dan. Who's on your sack, boy, man? You know, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all we're off and running. All right. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> And joining us back uh, again, uh, a pleasure to have our pal uh, Eric back to the show. Welcome, sir. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. This, uh, thanks for having me again, man. I had such a good time last time uh, when you guys reached out again. I was like, absolutely, man. I don't always get to catch you guys live. You know, the weekends go. We only get yep. so much time to do whatever. But uh, anytime I can, man, I'll make time for you guys. You've got a great show here. You guys are you know, great to talk to you on Twitter. Get to talk, great to talk to you here. Yeah. Yeah, appreciate so, it. Always an honor, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. No, it's great to have you. Um, and funny enough, as uh, you know, we invited you. We thought it was a, a little bit of a calmer week, but uh, past two days, there's been a lot that's actually gone yeah, on. Right. So we've got a uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. So we're going to be touching on um, Xbox and our our favorite word here, uh, ecosystem. <clears throat> and we're be talking about some of the comments <laughs> Phil Spencer made in a uh, an interview. We're going to be talking about Ubisoft and their new Connect infrastructure, which sounds uh, really cool. Uh, we're going to discuss our plans for next gen, like our final plans now that we kind of know what the final launch lineups and, you know, what the November 10th and 12th are going to look like. And then we're going to um, talk about PS5s finally being out in the wild and uh, a few other thing, uh, game releases and demos and whatnot. So let's go ahead and get into it, man. So um, welcome, chat. Good to see everyone, uh, uh, all of our regulars here early. Appreciate it. So let's get into it. Let's start with um, let's start with Xbox uh, because this kind of made some waves yesterday. Came out of an interview from a uh, kind of an industry site that actually, if you go to find the original interview on the site, you can't see it because it's a paid industry uh, publication. <clears throat> but Tom Warren and uh, some of the other kind of major outlets, uh, The Verge, etc., um, kind of summarized some of these core comments. And it's really around kind of the future of two things, really about the future of connectivity to Xbox as a whole, um, as well as the future of um, Game Pass, which the future of Xbox is Game Pass, uh, as they've been saying pretty much all year and, and we've been talking about. So I think the uh, the interesting thing here, especially for us, Dan, because we've been actually talking about this for a long time now, is really how people will connect to Xbox in the future and what things like xCloud and Game Pass give them the opportunity to do. Um, so shameless plug here, but I actually went back when we were talking, when we put this up on the site and went back to the article I wrote about Xbox as a service um, and didn't realize, talking about time flying, didn't realize I wrote that in February of last year, of 2019. Mm -hmm. So this, this conversation has been kind of building for a while now. So I thought it was interesting to hear, Phil, hear Phil speak about it. Um, so let me just read this quote, guys, and then uh, can get your thoughts on this. <clears throat> so he said, I think you're going to see lower priced hardware as part of our ecosystem 
what <laughs> ecosystem, when you think about streaming sticks and other things that somebody might want to just go plug into their TV and go play via xCloud. Uh, you could imagine us even having something that we just included in the Game Pass subscription that gave you an ability to stream xCloud games to your television and buying the controller separately. So <clears throat> he further commented here and basically said in the future, you know, going on to that, there could be Game Pass tiers. Like right now we have Game Pass regular and ultimate. Um, but he said, you know, something like platinum, which would guarantee you access to additional uh, or future Xbox hardware. So. Your thoughts on this, guys, around, you know, as we look at the Series X and the Series S, two consoles they obviously spend a lot of time and development money on. Um, it's going to be really interesting if we get to a point where instead of, like, traveling, instead of going to your mother-in-law's house or a vacation or whatever and having to bring a console with you or even connect natively via xCloud, that you'll just have a little kind of fire stick, if you will, an Xbox stick, Um that would work on any TV, right? You wouldn't need an app at that point because that that hardware could give you that Wi-Fi connectivity to the application. So thoughts on this. I'll start with you, Eric. You know, is this something that um, you've been interested in, you could foresee using in the future? Yeah. Um, that Funny thing is, when I saw that come up, I hit Enrique up in our DM uh, for BRAP. Yeah. Because we talked about this like years ago. Yeah. I think and it's not like we were like some future seers or whatever. You can kind of see like where things were going. This is kind of first when we started hearing about something like like um, like Game Pass or even hearing about uh, xCloud before it actually had an, like an official name. Yeah, but I said I could totally see them one day or somebody getting to this point to where you have a dongle and you just literally have that in the back of your TV for like streaming purposes, yep. you know, and here we are, <laughs> you know, so I'm 100 percent not surprised at all that they're taking this direction. Um, that is something I would have around. Like um, I said recently on on BRAP and I said it on, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, on gaming perspective, I don't travel that much. So I probably wouldn't use like something like xCloud that often just because if I'm home, I'm most likely going to be on my console, right? Sure. But when I'm out and about, I've done it before. Like if I'm going to be somewhere for a few hours, I'll definitely take a, a Switch with me or whatever. So. Plus, I'm on iOS, so you know how that's going right now. <laughs> me um, too. But no, but something like this will be like fantastic, man. Like when you're on the road, you're in a hotel room or whatever, you know, yeah. and may not want to like, you know, you sit on sit there with your phone, you know, you just pop it in the TV and get rocking. Um, now that's that's pretty awesome, man. Honestly, and again, doesn't surprise me at all. That yeah, that yeah. In fact, even... sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, in fact, as part of this, you know, they, they showed a, uh, a kind of a not a demo unit, but something they were playing around with all the way back in 2014. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, really at the start of this generation, which shouldn't be surprising because Xbox has been heading this way for a while. Um, but it, it's it's kind of strange, I guess, to think that this could actually be reality in the very short term. So. Yeah. Um, Dan, I know you and I have talked about this a lot uh, as well, and uh, in particular, we were even talking about it yesterday offline around you know the difference between a native application versus a plug-in dongle like this. But right, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I still understand the whole hardware thing. I mean, I understand putting an app on a, a TV, assuming that TV can run it. Um, but you know, you also have different kinds of sticks out there now, right? You have like the, a fire stick then you have like a 4k fire stick. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know if that's, you know, why that is, you know, why. Yeah. I, it's hard to explain. Like 
like if I can have that app natively just on my TV, you know, assuming my TV is 4K, mm-hmm. you know, does it, you know, you 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 you've dealt with the, you know, the application development and stuff like that. I mean, maybe not obviously this, but it, it's it's more. I'm still confused on the whole thing. Now I've been saying as far as the dongle, it should have been something they did a long time ago, and they did. It was actually supposed to be presented, if I remember correctly, at E3 2016. That was Project Hobart. But mm-hmm. instead, they kind of gave you the Series X, the Scorpio preview there. The One X. The One X. The One X. The One X, right. The Scorpio edition. <clears throat> anyway, so so this has been something they've been throwing around for a long time. Now, that project, I'm pretty sure, according to Brad Sands, I think it was, that got scrapped. And uh-huh. they, you know are now here but now you you've got a, a, a system and a um a service that can fully take advantage of something like this yeah so this is a no-brainer for me i mean if you want to you know you you travel a lot and even taking the series s with you you know which would be is much much better than taking the giant you know x or playstation 5 this would be even better I mean, this, yeah <laughs> right you have to like check that into like coming through know. guys Right, it's like an extra thing when you fly, but uh, it's it's a. Uh, I mean, you can literally carry it in your pocket. Yeah, exactly. you know, and and and, and it's, it'd be great. I mean, I would get one just to see what it's like. No doubt. So no doubt. you know, I mean, I've got right now. I've got the uh, I've got Luna. Try that out a little bit. How'd um, that go? <laughs> it was like the the picture was fine, you know. However, the the late the input lag with the with the Xbox controller connected bluetooth to my fire stick was garbage yeah. it was hot hot garbage mm. <laughs> it was so bad like there was i tried control and i end up running just running in circles and like there's nothing i could do to stop it uh metro exodus i would shoot and sometimes i would shoot three bullets sometimes i would shoot one sometimes i would shoot none you know when you pull the trigger <laughs> so it was just a mess so i'm hoping once that uh controller comes in i'd like to see how that does it because it's supposed to connect directly to the server as opposed yeah. to your Bluetooth yeah, device. Yeah, which is what Stadia does too. Right. Um, and, and that's that's the thing, you know, I mean, it, we're, we're there now where we can do this kind of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and now it's now it comes down to, you know, what can you provide at what price? You know, right. Amazon's huge and... A little bit. You know, yeah, they, but now but it doesn't cost much either. You're looking at six well, bucks or so. That's a trial though. That's not right. their final price. Well, that's that's what they said. You know, the, the trial is like six dollars. Yeah, the early access is six. Early bucks. Ac- yeah, and I think it's like they said. Uh, se- isn't it seven? Then they give you like a dollar. But 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 they've said that's early access. That's well, not going to be their final so, price. Right. Yeah. We'll see how much that is. So we'll come down to you know, and then what content can they provide you? Yeah. You know, and and sure. right now, obviously, they don't have any first party anything. They did for a second. You know, but that <laughs> game didn't go so well. No, it didn't. So, <laughs> but you know, we'll see. We're kind of, you know, I think you know, having those different kinds of, and this is, I think, where they were talking about why, you know, Xbox as uh, ecosystem is now competing more with Amazon and Stadia and stuff. Not that Stadia is really doing much. Hashtag ecosystem. Yeah, ecosystem. I'm gonna say it as many times as possible today. I should have changed my damn <laughs> hey. name. I'm I'm <laughs> claiming ecosystem. I'm not claiming this conversation, but I'm claiming that word. Yeah, no, you can have it because I hate it. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm excited to see what they could do with it. You know, I think yeah, 
being able to, if it, at some point it, it comes down to where I can play my whole library, yeah, you know, through right. that dongle, that's really what I'm looking for. Because you know, with Game Pass, you know, I think it's an incredible value. But you know, when I go <laughs> and look at what I actually use on it, yeah, it's you know, an indie game here and there once in a while. Or when the first party game releases, right? Right, yeah, and, that, and that's about it. Even then, usually I buy the thing. No, so this, really this would absolutely this wouldn't be a Game Pass stick. The, the, this this would be your access to. I know we keep saying ecosystem, but this would be your entry point into Xbox Live, which would connect your profile. And you had asked a question around. There's a Fire Stick and there's a 4K Fire Stick, right? Right. Yeah. What's in the stick is really an access point. So you have two things there. One, you have Wi-Fi capability for older devices that don't have it, right? Old TVs, even a few years ago, not didn't necessarily have Wi-Fi, right? right? Nor did they have native app support. And so you remember years ago in the 360, you could buy the wireless adapter and the N wireless adapter at the time. Got it. Faster. Yep. You remember that? I got it. Yeah, same, same exact thing, right? All it is is it's a it's a Wi-Fi enabled access point um, that you can plug into an application. So what you'll do is as soon as you connect to Xbox, which will connect to Xbox Live, you'll log in with your profile, and then anything that they you've configured digitally, as you know, you'll be connected to. It won't just be Game Pass. So what what makes the difference between the 4K and say the regular? Because one? 4K requires higher bandwidth. Okay, so, so it just it, allows a higher bandwidth. Correct. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. You know, I mean, I wonder if they can make it so small where they can, you know, you can like, said? What? yeah, <laughs> I got, I hope not. But <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if they could make it to where you could add like an SD card to it, like a micro SD or something where you could download one or two games, you know, and then have it on your little tiny stick. I don't know, you know, if oh, to what, play locally, you mean, right. I mean, technically, I mean, I got one on my phone. You know, I mean, so it's not it doesn't have to be it's not out of the realm of possibility to do something like that, I don't think. But well, mm, so it would, it would be it would be more of a computer. I guess it would be a lot more going on inside. I don't like I said, I'm not a tech guy. So I yeah, that almost, that almost be like the Vita TV. <laughs> yes. Vita TV. Yeah. 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 But you still have to. So right. That the what's running the game because you still need hardware to run the game. Right. right. So no matter where the hardware exists, whether it's local or not. So the hardware would still be on xCloud. The only thing storing it locally would be would be the game. So you would, there are certain assets you could have locally. I don't even know if that would be worth the trade-off. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. You know what I mean? You still have to compute the game somehow. So you'd still connect to xCloud. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring it on, man. <laughs> when in doubt, bring it on. Yeah, I said, why not? Yeah. Yep. But no, I, yeah, I think this is, uh, I think it's really neat. I also think the idea, oh, let me get to Graham's. What's up, Golden? Penalty shot spook worth the price of admission. So, um, you know, for the audience who who hasn't seen this yet, our, our uh, SG contributor, Elu, uh, took the most amazing penalty shot ever taken in NHL history in the game the other night. And I will do him a very good favor here shortly and upload that to our stream so we can share it with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so bear with me. I'll do that while we're talking, and we'll we'll come back to that shortly. So you know, everyone can be in on this joke. Yeah. Um, so what was I going to say? Game Pass tiers, right? So right now we have Ultimate, which includes obviously Game Pass across console and PC, uh, and includes XCloud or what is console streaming. I really think they should have kept the name XCloud. Did you guys see uh, Jez's um, SEO analytics on XCloud versus console streaming? Like 
that when people look for streaming on Xbox and search for it on search engines, xCloud is like 10 times search for more than Xbox streaming. Well, if they would have kept Scorpio, we wouldn't be having this stupid issue like I had, you know, five minutes ago where I'm talking <laughs> out of my ass. So, yeah, I mean, they're not the best at, you know, naming conventions, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's just cloud streaming. It's xCloud. I'm always going to call it xCloud. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know? yeah, I mean, it just honestly just makes sense. It just fits. Yeah. 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 I, and and they promoted it that way for such a while. It's like, I don't know why they, uh, you know, would have gotten off of it. Yeah. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. The the Game Pass tiers that you saw about. So this was interesting too. You could have like a platinum tier. And what I was what I was really theorizing with some of the other guys chatting offline yesterday about is could you imagine if you know how they bring an EA play to Game Pass Ultimate, right? In at launch, November 10th. Um, and that's with Game Pass Ultimate still being $15 a month MSRP, right? Um, could you imagine a future where we see like for $40 a month? And I know that's a huge jump, right? But say for just as an example, for $40 a month, you get Game Pass Ultimate, which is console PC. You get EA Play. You get xCloud. You get Uplay Plus or Ubisoft Plus, whatever they're going to rename that now with their new Connect, which we'll talk about. Um, and you get uh, some type of like dongle device like this. So you can connect to Xbox anywhere. Um, and you have integration with some of the major third parties for their game content as well. What do you think yeah. about that? Yeah, I tell them to go fuck themselves. What? So I'm, not, I'm not paying more than fifteen fucking dollars. <laughs> Once it gets to twenty, I'm gonna start questioning its value. Did you, did you listen to what I said, or I did you just hear forty dollars a month? 40, forty bucks for like the dongle. What are you renting it from him? Or are you like, is it? Are you renting to own? I don't understand what the hell you, you get the dongle. It's like a forty dollar, fifty dollar fucking thing, right? What are we do? So I pay fifty bucks outright. I buy the dongle. I say with my fifteen dollar a month thing. You play. I don't know if that'll be worth it. They put so, out more. You know what I'm talking about? You play Plus. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You basically, you get all the Ubisoft games. Day yeah, day, that's fifteen dollars a month by itself right now. Right, I don't buy it because I just buy the games. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying is, <laughs> I know what you're trying to say, but you're also you're arguing that, that you know, I mean, you, you've got to put out enough games, and that's what the value that I'm losing in with Game Pass right now is I don't have, there's not a ton of first party shit from Microsoft at the moment. And really since they've released it to, for me to go, I'm really getting my money's worth. I think with like Sea of Thieves I did, you know, so I can kind of like extrapolate that over like a certain amount. You know, I bought State of Decay 2. So that's because on me, you know, my bad. But, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you got to show me the money here, boy. I mean, show me what I'm paying for and then I'll give you 40 bucks. Maybe. I don't even know what the hell. Where's Ubisoft? Are you going to be all right? No, I'm mad. <laughs> I don't well, know I keep thinking about getting nothing. Bear in mind, I'm not paying 15 bucks a month either for Game Pass. This was a paying, theoretical like, conversation. Theoretically, that's a ripoff. No, uh, Theoretically, see, I, I'm not paying 40 bucks a month. It, I barely pay that for cable. I was just throwing a number out there. and that's I too much. What do you mean you don't pay that for cable? Let's, let's bring the, let's bring the number down, Ian, so we don't thirty dollars, twenty dollars, twenty bucks. I will, you're, I, I'm in for twenty. On, yeah. On that. So do you do you have four K enabled Netflix right now? Uh, I have four K enabled Netflix. I've got Hulu. I've got Google Fiber. I've got CBS All Access. Yeah. I've got all this other shit. So you're paying fifteen to twenty dollars each for those a month. Yeah. 
I don't even use them. That's the worst part. Let's let's, let's sweeten the pie. Let's throw in in Disney Plus. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's rolled into my into my hundreds of hours. You played State of Decay for hundreds of hours. I bought Gear Five. You've played Flight Sim. You've played Tactics. You've played Wasteland for eighty or however many hours. Right. I swear to God, I just heard Halo. Oh, don't change the subject. No. no. Yeah, but here's the thing. You know how many hours I play Gears Tactics? One. You know how many hours I play Microsoft Flight Simulator? No, no, no. One. How many hours did you play Wasteland? Uh, 60? Right. Yeah? All right. That's 60 hours. That's 60 hours for so one we gotta, So we got to divide this by, like, what I've actually paid. But the thing is, I've only paid, like... Are you, you, know, are you buying so Valhalla? I'm buying Valhalla. Yeah, you'll put, what, 100 hours into that? Easy. Exactly. So you could do that for fifteen bucks a month. No. <laughs> so in the Uplay, you get access, you get full access to um every to games. Hold on for a a, every game at launch. It's just like Game Pass first party. Okay, so I was gonna say like I know like EA Play. Hey, who's playing Halo? Like, <laughs> EA Play, what like you get um like a demo almost of a game of their newer yeah. sports games. Did I not right? my mic? Which sure. is the thing that kind of disturbed me about EA. I'm like, if you really want people to go all in, just give them access to the newest, whatever, whatever, right? So yes. um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not with Dan. I'm not in at 40. <laughs> I'm not. No. But the, the theoretical 40, I wouldn't be in for that. But I don't know. Yeah. 20 for the Platinum Package? Uh, yeah, yeah, there could be a case to be made for that. Man. I would I'd be I in think, for 20. I, I, I think... Yeah, see, I'm in a different camp. I think, I, think the, I think Game Pass has changed the game value conversation so much that we're at a place now where you guys are thinking like 20 bucks a month is a lot of money. <laughs> for what you're getting, and I don't think it is at all. I think that's a bargain basement price. I agree with you. You know, if I played more, value is subjective. All right, we just covered how much you play. What do I be playing this year? If I just broke down this year, yeah, on Game Pass, aside from Wasteland, and maybe a couple hours here and see a thieves. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, value is subjective. So what I value my money going towards. The reason I don't mind paying that right now yeah. is I'm not paying 15 bucks a month. Right. Yeah. Right. right. I, I've gotten so much. You know, I pay the dollar, and we're good till next year. Plus, yeah. I picked yeah. up so many, you sure. know, codes that I have stuff for five years. I don't even have to worry about it. So that's where the value comes in for me. Yeah. If you're telling me that that all of a sudden that's all going to switch over to a platinum tier, as yeah, long as they don't force an me, option. An right? Option. Yeah. Then that's fine. Do what you want to do, but I, I just don't see it. You know, if they if there's some kind of if they do like the conversion again, like they did with the uh, Game Pass Ultimate, yeah. You know, and I have to pay a buck for all that stuff to transfer over. You know, month for month, I'd do it. I'd do it in a second because I've got so much left over. You're again. You're you're back to wanting to get it for next to nothing. Yes. You just circled back to the same thing I just said. Right. That's okay. <laughs> Who doesn't want to get it for next nothing? He's like, I want to I want to pay $80 for this shit. No, I want to pay 20. Why <laughs> I mean, what the hell are we talking about here? Because of I'm being I want to pay less. I, I know, but I'm being realistic. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you what the <laughs> You're value saying what you want in fantasy life. Like in 2 years when you've got Elder Scrolls, possibly a Fallout game, possibly something like that, then yep. I can justify it. Yeah, because those are games that I'm gonna play. Sure, you know, if I look at it objectively, I go, yeah, you know, maybe for a casual gamer that wants to play a bunch of indie games 
and you know if you know halo and shit like that yeah okay that's fine you know it's 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 worth it objectively like value wise as it is as it sits now it's incredible there's nothing like it right if you start adding in stuff even at you know i mean let's say 30 bucks you know for ubisoft plus or whatever the hell it's called i was just theorizing if if they if they added the package to add other major third parties we don't have to say ubisoft but other major third party titles like a ubisoft plus or uplay plus right yeah i understand what you're saying or like just think right in the next five months ubisoft is releasing assassin's creed valhalla watchdogs legion immortals phoenix rising riders republic and far cry 6 yes i got three of those on there so that's yeah, you know, that's three hundred dollars though for me, you right? Because I'm gonna get, but I'm gonna get the you know the higher editions. Sure. So if I get a discount at those, nah. so so say a normal person's paying sixty dollars each, maybe now, seven, maybe seventy at these new consoles, right? Mm-hmm. Five of those games, that's three hundred fifty dollars right there with nothing else. That's thirty dollars a month in a year, right? Then we're good at thirty. Just <laughs> forty shit out of my face. Never mind gamepad and PC and Xbox. Don't even say EA Play because that is the most garbage fucking service. I don't care what anybody tells me. That's trash. It's trash. Dollars a month. It's nothing now because it's free. Well, I'm right. still paying too much for it, and I got another discount, and I paid a dollar for it. That's a, that's how much of a shit Eric, fucking service that is. Host. I don't know if you're available <laughs> on Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> a play is garbage yeah garbage. I, it, it's funny because uh we talk about ea play i'm like if you throw it in that's fine because i remember exactly. once talking I, I hit sam up once i said is EA, i said is ea access still a thing like people really like you know subscribe to i said i hear nothing about it like we did when it first yeah. launched because yeah. yeah it still has users but it, it wasn't as i don't think it was as as big so but anyway you want to put that in that's fine um, yeah. but I definitely think like, I was just like saying that you Ains, like they need to change it Yeah. if they really want people to take it serious, you know? And I think that's why people kind of started ignoring it. It's like, okay, fine. I can, you know, I can play uh yarn was that Yarny's game or whatever that was in there. I can play that full game. Unraveled. Yeah. Unraveled. Yeah. But, but people are really going to be showing up for the NHLs, the, you know, the FIFAs and things like that. Yeah. And you don't really need to demo those because people already know year to year what those are going to be. Yeah. You've got to give them all access. Yeah. But you know? Remember what it also gives you, though, and it, this doesn't matter to a lot of people like me, but I mean, it gives you 10% off of anything EA related. And mm-hmm. for a lot of people who Ultimate Team, which we've talked about before, is billions of dollars a year for EA. So if you're That's one true. of the players that even buys a single pack or a couple packs in or a $50 like- in Anthem currency <laughs> or Anthem <laughs> currency, um, right. you know, you get right. 10% off of that. So I, I think EA went for that cheap value proposition, you know, two bucks a month and we'll give you trials and 10% off. Like they went right. for the cheaper out, whereas Game Pass Ultimate is going the opposite route, which is full games, but it's $15 a month. It's six times mm-hmm. as much, right? Or seven times. Um, so yeah. I don't know. It's all about value proposition. It is. But the thing is so weird for guys like us. It's like, you know, we get excited about it because of the value proposition, but at the same time, like damage and time. But also, let's add in the wrinkle of we're also collectors. Like we want, like like Dan just mentioned, like the you know the steel bookcase package and this and this and that. So then that kind of X's out the value of you know the UB thing, unless you just want to play the digital version and keep your steel book. Um, and th- the thing I kind of look at too, we we talk about the value. Like you know we were in for a dollar, so we're kind of there. You know yep. for the next couple of years. 
Uh, but if it got to the point where it's month to month, I would actually be weighing, like, do I need to keep subscribing right now or do I just need to jump in when something hits that I really want? Mm. Only, and this is no through no fault of Game Pass, just for the fact that we're all multi-platform players. There's always something to play. We still have yeah. games that we purchased. And um, and as much as I try to not let the backhaul control me, it just there's just this thing about I paid for that. I need to like at least try to play it. If I don't like it, then I'll move on. Yeah. But there's always something to play, right? If I had this in college, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have probably like flunked out because that's just an insane thing. If you're just now really getting serious about gaming, and you're coming into it, man. I mean, that's that's insane. Like to get that much access, like Dan saying, really wouldn't matter what's in there. You'd probably find something that you'd be into. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, I think, and when we get to a few years out, and you know, I'm hoping that we get like a new Dishonored. I'm hoping we get, you know, um, another Wolfenstein, things like that. Yeah. Then yeah. that's absolutely where those values would be. Even though I'll be owning the steel books on all those. But yeah. uh but yeah, we're we're such a, a weird test bed for this thing because we're not the average buyer. But like you said, Ainge, you know, if you have you know that the dongle in there, you know, you get access to all these different things and you explain it to a general consumer, it might be very tempting. You yeah, know? I think that's the thing because I think all access is kind of a test for this too. And where I was going with this is what you exactly just said, Eric, is the people who aren't buying the $500 Series X, right? <laughs> who don't traditionally have that new Xbox console. Now you can say, hey, 30, I'll say 30 bucks a month just not to piss anyone okay. off. But, <laughs> but my point being is you can say, hey, you don't even need a console. Right here, you can buy a dongle with a controller. Um, you know, and for 25, 30 bucks a month, whatever it is, right? For X number of dollars a month, you get access to all these games, even beyond current Game Pass offering, right? right. You have all these other bonuses that come with this. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it that it feels like that's where they're going from another offer, um, which I think is powerful on the, on the mass market. It is, because you think about it like this, like if someone buys that dongle, I'm sure there's going to be the, like the Xbox Live stores there. Of course. Right? Yeah. So while they're getting the streaming version of that, they're still going to have the like if they decide one day, you know what, I'm going to pick up a console. Now they have access to their digital library. Correct. Everything's you know, connected. So everything's still it's all connected. You know, so yeah. that's crazy when you think about it. Yeah, it's gaming's changing rapidly in front of our eyes. It's, yeah. it's interesting. So uh, I missed uh, Mo uh, gave us a super chat. Let me get hit this real quick. Uh, our buddy Mo from Backlog Chronicles. I hope you guys have a wonderful show. You beautiful humans. <laughs> Victim of family day today. That's understandable. It is a Saturday. Love you guys. Thanks, Mo. Appreciate it, brother. <clears throat> I, just, I don't. I don't want Phil to come up and announce forty because Dan's going to lose it on him. <laughs> I'm not See, even going to give him a damn time of day. <laughs> it, like, what the hell is your problem, man? I, I think it's just. I think it's uh, value is subjective. It's different That's for every person. Good. And when I know that I spend hundreds of dollars on gaming related stuff a month. Um, and that obviously goes up and down depending on what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you average it out just on games, not even statues or anything else, but just games and like little things, add-ons, DLC expansions, etc., spend hundreds of dollars a month. So mm-hmm. if you're telling me I can get every Xbox game, every Ubisoft game, uh, whatever EA Play is, we just laughed about. You know, uh, I can play it anywhere. I can connect anywhere while I'm traveling. I get a dongle. Um, and that's the 40 bucks a month to me. That's nothing. That's absolutely nothing for that entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, that's me. Now I understand when you start talking on mass market, $40 a month starts to change the conversation. Cause to 
to typical families that may not buy a lot of games, you're you're nearly talking about buying a new game a month at that point. Um, mm -hmm. So that's a different conversation. So I get that. Um, but I think to guy, I just I'm surprised to hear from you guys because I know what you guys or I have an idea, especially Dan, of how much <laughs> you spend on a monthly basis on gaming. The fact that you can get so angry at 40 bucks just makes me laugh because I know how much you spend on a right. weekly basis on well, games. If you really broke it down and say go back to like like last year, what if I were paying $15 a month, what would I have saved based on what I played? Yes, that's fair. You know, and and I would have actually probably saved a little bit of money. You know, I mean, I take away the, you know, hey, I get to try this game out. Because usually yeah. it lasts about 30 minutes and then I'm done. Sure. Like there's every once in a while you get that game where it's just like, okay, this is really good. You know, like like Katana Zero or uh, what's the one, Eric, with the the monster? You play as the monster? Carrion. Carrion. Oh, yeah, right. Carrion, yeah. You, every yeah. once in a while you find the, those kind of gems. It yeah. Did you play Ori? Yeah, for like twenty minutes or thirty minutes. It's, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, that, I knew that I was going to be able to play sure. that game much. Sure. It's gorgeous. Yeah. You know, not, and not taking anything away from those games, it's just I suck at them, so <laughs> it's you know literally no fun um, it, it, <laughs> to me. But you know, and I look at you know like, is it worth having that to? And this is from you know like Eric was saying sure. from our standpoint, not from like a you know casual person that plays games you know which i think this is right on the money for actually um but you know i i really don't know it for me you know I, I probably could have saved a little bit of money but i also wouldn't have been able to try out and find some of these games so that's another value that it brings to the table is that you can you get the opportunity to kind of see these games yes you know so that's more valuable to me than the actual games have been so far in the service, yeah. you know, because like Doom comes out for it, right? Huge. Yeah. Guess who yeah. bought it? Sure. A me month too. ago. Yeah. No, a month <laughs> right? ago. Okay. That's the worst part. It's like, man, I really want to try something new. I think I'll, go, I'll grab the new Doom. And then the Bethesda same thing happens. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it. It happens every single time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, bought, I bought Friday the 13th on PlayStation 4. Literally three days later, it gets announced as one of the <laughs> PlayStation Plus games yep. a couple years ago curse. or whatever. The curse. Every <laughs> single damn time. So, so me, if I just stop buying games, that'd be good. Let me ask it. Well, let me get to this. And I saw you already changed your name. So, Bizzle, what's yeah. up, man? I'm going to go in your name next week. I'm going to be upset. Fortunately, we can change our names in real time now. And Dan looks like you've uh, you've got that covered. I got to take care of him, man, for the $5 super chat. I got it. <laughs> hey, Bizzle, I'm going to be dongle tonight on uh, Gaming Perspective. Yes. There you go. There you go. Gaming Perspective. Check <laughs> it out there. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, so let me ask you this then. As you think about the service and the value proposition, what right. value does xCloud provide either of you in that calculation? Not much. Like okay. a little bit here and there. I, yeah. I play it maybe an hour or two a week, you know. So I really need to play it more to kind of justify my purchase of the Kishi. But I probably okay. got seven or eight hours into it since I bought that. Which is, I think it's pretty good, which is more than I did last year, but it's more me, like Eric was saying. It's like I bought this, I kind of need to play with it, you know? Okay. So, and, and that's right. gonna, I think that's gonna come into play a lot farther down the road. You yeah. Know, when, when I have to go places that I don't wanna be. Sure. It's so. still foundational right now. Right. So, um, yeah. Eric, what about you? You play an X Club? Um, well, not yet. Because yeah. I'm waiting for that workaround. Because I'm I'm iOS, and it's just, too, just yeah. that's how it's going to be 
for right now. It just it works for me. My family works for me. Let's 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 talk ecosystem. You know, I, I work in the ecosystem. Yeah. Um, I do honestly though. I do. If I can sidetrack for a second, I have this feeling. I honestly feel that they're going to work that out. Like I know they're doing oh, like yeah. they're working, on, they're working yeah. on the web thing, but I actually feel they're they're actually going to work it out to where it's actually going to end up in the app store. Yeah. At some point, um, it's just that thing. It's just money talks. Yep. You know, and BS is everything else. Um, but no, but like like Dan and like I was telling you, like I don't travel as much and I don't get that kind of time at work. And I see people on Twitter like if I play all day at work, I'm like, I need your job. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. But uh but knowing that I have it and it's included is, is fantastic. So whenever you know I can, you know, have access to it, that that'd be fantastic. Now the other side of that is um, my my daughter is much more right now into like the Mario's and the, the Switch type stuff, but she yeah. is getting that gamer bug. But again, going forward, that might be something that she wants to start accessing more and playing with more. Yeah, which kind of goes back to let's talk for the tiers for a second. Um, there's really not like a a dedicated family tier in Game Pass, right? No, but what they did do is they've removed the limit of logging into one device simultaneously. Okay. So- you used to only be able to log in with your Xbox Live profile to one device, and it's been that way since forever. You since can still Live. only play games on one device you at a time. You can only play games on one device, yes, right. uh, because yeah. otherwise you could just give your profile to friends, and there you go. But Right, right. But I, I, to your point, I think if I see where you're going is I definitely foresee more of like the game sharing thing in real time mm-hmm. where you'll be able to have a family-type service. Yeah. That so would increase the value. That's what I was going to say, Dan. Like when you get into that, because like you said, you know, in Netflix, you can pay for different tiers or whatever the case may be to have more access, right? Yes. Yep. And you guys are probably the same as how I am. You get into a bartering system with friends and family. Like, look, okay, <laughs> yes. I have Hulu, you have HBO, whatever. Yeah. Let's swap and we'll go back and forth, right? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that'll work for games per se, but yeah. the value proposition is like, look, man, um, I may not be using this as much. But I have a nephew, you know, I have like um like my daughter, I may have a cousin or whatever. You know, maybe they can't afford to buy all the games. I say, hey, look, man, I have no problem paying for this, you know, kind of paying it back and saying, you guys have access, yeah. have at it, have fun. Now that's a different, that's a different yeah. story. Cause now it's it's capturing somebody who's not me, where I'm all over the damn place, you know, gamer ADD. And that's the thing that Game Pass has thrown into the equation is it tackles, it hits the gamer ADD in a whole different way now. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, damn, and talk about the value. I'm like, okay, I'll have all these games on this platform, but then I have all this going on on Game Pass, yeah. and I'm really not getting my value out of Game Pass. I need to play some of these games, and it's stressful as hell. But uh, <laughs> but that's a good problem to have. You know, no, no, I, I, I played three new games yesterday that I probably never would have tried. Right. Um, you know, including Xeno Crisis, and I played Made of Skur yesterday. These are games that, you know, I never would have bought. Um, but to Dan's point, I think that's one of the other benefits, too, is that you do get to try all kinds of different games. Yeah. And once in a while, you will find a game that you just love. There's been games in Game Pass where I never would have played it, um, but because of Game Pass, I tried it, and then I'm like, oh, my God, this game's amazing, and I'll put Mm -hmm. lots of time into it. Or you you could just, you know, put a damn demo out, and then, you know, everybody could just try every game and then be done with it. But It's the the full game. It's it's like a demo system, but you get the full game. Right. It's basically what, you know, I'm paying for at this point, you know, aside from, you know, few other things but you know to eric's point with the xcloud thing i it's kind of a funny story and eric you kind of replied to me on twitter so the other day uh my son came down both of them said hey uh how does this xcloud work 
they I, we got it all set up on the tablet now they have i have wi-fi outlets because they won't go to sleep so i have to automatically schedule to go off at a certain sure. time so as soon as i got the alarm on my phone that said that the tvs went off i was like those sons of bitches <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally walk upstairs and he's on there playing rainbow six siege on his tablet <laughs> and when you replied back with that wily e. coyote <laughs> <laughs> I about lost my shit. I was dying, man. Yeah, so parents, watch your kids. They're slick, they're slick little sons of bitches. You know, so they, we, got uh, me, man. they got me, man. They got me. And I applaud them for that. You know, no, so, no. You know, it's, bravo because kids. they're showing ingenuity. Right? Yeah, it's, test, right. it's supposed to test you that way. Yeah, you know? <laughs> That's good. You know, I'm almost, I almost just like, yeah, you got me. Yeah. Yeah. Let me throw some stuff up here. We got uh, what's up, everyone in chat? I see a whole bunch of uh, uh, regulars along with some new people. So I see Dizzy, I see Asa, uh, K Med. What's up, guys? One bad mother. He said, I'm pretty sure if you game share, you can share your subscription as well. If Game Pass had a game share with my nephew and he was able uh, to download okay. Game Pass titles. And I think, Dan, you do that too, yeah, right? You can do it. Yep. Yeah. Basically, it's the same. You basically like sharing live. Yeah. Same. Right. It, it just all carries over. Now, I did that for a little bit with my kids, but, but we're talking like, more in terms of actually like, Here's the, here's the easy access. Like here, you know, you're I pay for this brand, right. so you yeah, exactly. You, know, you get the way kind of. I mean, Nintendo does that, you know, with their family mm -hmm. plan, where you just add I'm, somebody. I'm on Dan's it. plan. Yeah, he's on my plan. Nintendo. I think I've right. had Diego yeah. maybe is on there. My kids are on there. Mm -hmm. There are all kinds of people on there. You can have like seven or eight people, you know. And I think it's been used a total of three hours between <laughs> the seven or eight people that we've had oh, it's, so yeah. what do you what do you get access to in there because i have i don't have the family plan i just have a regular N nintendo online and i'm talking about value proposition like i don't go in there and play any of the online games really and, yeah same i mean it, yes it's exactly the same thing it's just more it, you just can add more people to it okay. i think it's like seven or eight people basically they get access to like those nintendo online games and stuff like that you get all that yeah you get that with okay. nintendo online though too yeah so you okay. get there and gotcha. same thing we were just saying here, one bad mother, Discovery is the best benefit of Game Pass for me, like a sampler. Yeah, it's like mm -hmm. a buffet, right? It's a video game buffet. <laughs> <laughs> now, why can't they come up with something like that? That'd be a great marketing. Yeah. And putting a little bit of this on your plate. You know what I mean? If you have yeah. Halo, you have the main entree, baby. You don't need yeah. anything else. It's the buffet steak. <laughs> I think too, like, like I want to say too, I think maybe where you know Dan may be feeling like a lot of us feel sometimes is like subscription fatigue. Oh, yeah. Like I have to think about another one, you know, and you know that's that was the beauty of uh, the Disney Plus Hulu like ESPN combo pack. Even though I don't use the ESPN because it doesn't really, it's whatever, you know. Um, yeah. But. Like yeah, I'm like ESP. I'm like I'm not ESPN Plus offers me really nothing. I really want to see. There's no college games really that I want to see on there, anything like that. But it's in there. I'm like, okay, for this yeah. price, I was kind of paying for Hulu anyway. I might as well get all of it, and we're good to go. And then there you go again. I hand all those logins off to like my mother-in-law, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's off and running. And so yeah, it's I think that probably comes into it too. It's like convincing people why they need this extra subscription, and you know, and making that again that value proposition because yeah. i know for a fact I, I know for a fact like month to month i'm not getting a hundred percent value out of netflix or hulu I, I barely actually log into hulu anymore yeah. but i still have it now because it's a part of the disney plus which i do use a little bit more yeah you know it's like it's prime video i rarely use prime video unless exactly. it comes out like borat too which i'll watch right uh, awesome. but uh you know other than, but that comes with prime so you know i, I mm -hmm. have that no matter what it's yeah but I agree with you. There's so many subscriptions and there's probably more on the way. Right. So, 
you talk about value proposition, man. It's like I need to get shipping because you know that Amazon <laughs> Prime yeah. just keeps rocking, man. Exactly. All right. a, you know, that's the thing. I mean, when, like you said, Eric, you know, you kind of share with your family. I pay for damn near everything. Right. So like everybody just uses my shit. <laughs> right. I need so to get in. Out of yeah, I, I need to figure some shit out here. I like, why? What the hell, man? Like, what do you bring Ridiculous. to the table? What do you have that I can subscribe to? <laughs> Give yeah. me log in. Ace, Ace said, I have so many subscriptions. I don't even know how I'd cancel them. <laughs> it's right. true. Like, I get charged like... Like something comes through like for five bucks a month, I have to like look. I'm like, what? What is that? Yeah. I thought I canceled that. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. Am I the only yeah. one that sees like charges on my stuff nowadays? And because there's so many, I'm like, all right, someone's scamming me. And yeah, I yeah, exactly. One, one, like, what is that? Yep. It's like Apple Care dollar here for this dollar. You're like, what is? It? Wait, wait, what? Hey, in Illinois, I'm like, great. I got to change my password again. I said, what? You know, what the hell is happening? I remember my daughter lives there. In Chicago, yeah. so <laughs> it's like, damn it, it's too much going on. I got too it much. Is, I really it is, like, and, like, shrink everything and just kind of figure out what the hell I'm paying for. The password cheat sheet. <laughs> yeah. yes. I, so what, I think what we've determined after 40 minutes on this topic, which exactly. I did not expect to do that, expect to do that, is we need a hundred dollar. I'm throwing it out there. Hundred dollar <laughs> ultimate subscription. <laughs> yep. Every subscription service possible included. Yeah. Everyone yep. take your cut. I'll give you someone a hundred dollars. You guys figure it out. One price, um, one password. That's it. Netflix, oh, yeah. Hulu, Xbox, PS Now, <laughs> Prime. Just put it all in one. I'm Ooh. with you, Ain. Now that is a value. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we all agreed there. Good. We will transition on that one. <laughs> All right, let's do this. We're gonna. Uh, I told you I would get back to this. So let me set this up before we have a good laugh. So, Elu, who is in chat and writes for Season Gaming, um, we have been playing NHL 21. Um, NHL 21, you can play with your friends as a team and, you know, just like you do in, in real hockey. And you can do this in Madden and FIFA and everything, too, right? So, we're playing the arcade mode the other day, and Elu is new to NHL. And so, he gets a penalty shot. And so, I'm quickly trying to explain to him how to do a penalty shot properly because he's our defenseman. He doesn't take a lot of shots. And um, here is a clip of the result. So now you'll understand penalty shot spook. Oh, fans, we've got a delayed penalty on the play. Oh, the ref's seen enough, and now the penalty shot. Now or never. The ref has blown the whistle, and the shot attempt is nullified. <laughs> So in Man. short, in short, he missed it by a little bit. Right. Um, he, has he ever played hockey before? I, mean, <laughs> I don't even play hockey. I know where the hell going. Woof. Uh, so he and one of our other buddies were playing live with him in that game, and I literally couldn't see for like a minute. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, you can give Elu and chat crap about it. We've had a good laugh about it. So all right, let's move on. Uh, this kind of ties into what we were talking about, but uh, this is more good news, I think, is Ubisoft Connect. So Ubisoft announced this week um, that starting on November 10th with the launch, excuse me, starting on October 29th, next week with the launch of Watch Dogs Legion, their first kind of big release of the fall, um, they are getting rid of uh, Uplay and they're getting rid of um, UB, oh my God, what is it called? Ubisoft Club. Um, and they're bringing it all together in what they're calling Ubisoft Connect, uh, which is a new application you can download on your PC or your phone. 
Um, and it's going to basically bring their entire Ubisoft platform together. Uh, the neatest thing about this is it, it brings over all your points. So if you've unlocked Ubisoft points to unlock, you know, Ubisoft does a really good job with um, doing crossovers in their games or you can unlock mm -hmm. skins or weapons or, you know, stuff across their games, which I've always thought is really neat personally. Mm -hmm. um, but the coolest part about this is save cross progression. So what they said is starting on the 29th with Watch Dogs, all your game saves on Ubisoft titles will sync to their servers and your profile. So as long as you're logged in, it's just like we were talking about with Xbox Live or PSN or whatever. As long as you're logged into your Ubisoft profile when you play a Ubisoft game, you will be able to take that save with you across platform. So say I play Watchdog Legions when I'm wow. streaming on PC, right? And then I'm like, hey, I'm going to go play on Xbox with some buddies. Um, all my progression will still be there. Um, which, as we've ta been talking about for a long time now, that's the way it should be, yeah. right? That's just how it should be. Um, so I think this is great news. This is not a cost, by the way. This is just how Ubisoft is moving forward with their games and titles. So next week, if you, you can download the application now. I have it on my PC already. Mm -hmm. And you can log into it and take a look at your stuff. Um, but the actual like full connectivity doesn't start until the 29th next week. So all that stuff that you have, or like all your bonuses and stuff, yeah. those all will all carry right. over. Yep. Okay. And your points and your pro, you know, they have like profile level in Ubisoft. Like I'm level, I don't know, thirty something. Right. Um, and I think they're even having some awards for people that uh, download it and log into the application now prior to its launch. So definitely check it out. But the cross progression is what I really like. Just being able to try something on PC, move over to my Xbox or PlayStation, and just you know just picking up where I left off. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see anything bad about this. You know, Not it's, at all. No. It, it's, it's, it's what everybody should be doing. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to sign into a 2k account. You have to sign into an EA account. You're literally signed into a Microsoft account with, you know, it, it should just automatically happen yep. from here on out. Correct. You know, with, with, you can do it with Fortnite, uh, you know, with cross, whatever i know my son like it's free stuff on his playstation progression rocket yeah. league well that's see fortnite and rocket league are all epic right yeah so epic is controlling the servers for your game save states and stuff just right. like ubisoft is doing i i'm i have to imagine that ea um ea and uh what's the other major publisher i was trying to think of two uh like 2k you know mm -hmm. like the games activision that they they have to be coming this way soon yeah it makes sense i mean it, it's it's stupid not to I mean, I don't know what you're really, most people now are not going to buy, you know, except unless you're Dan, you know, the same game on multiple consoles over and over and over again, you know, because <laughs> I own, you know, Skyrim or whatever. And then yeah, it's, it's something that I, mean, I don't know if we just haven't had the technology at this, up to this point. I'm sure we have, you know, it just seems like a weird thing not to have. It costs money. You know? It costs yeah. money for them to do it. That's why. Yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about them, those bastards. You're wondering why. That's the why. It costs money. I mean, anything that costs money has to get approved. And if they're getting really no benefit out of it, uh, other than us saying this is a nice thing. Yeah. You know? But it's starting. I think it's starting to become an expectation. And when you're in a an industry where a market factor becomes an expectation and you're a company that doesn't offer it, it's a problem. That's when companies will start to change. That's why I think EA and uh, Activision will be next. Mm -hmm. No, I mean I'm I'm 100 for that, man. I've been I know like we've 
some years ago, we went through the back and forth on cross play and everyone was on that wave or whatever, you know, the kind yep. of old bubble on Twitter. But I was always like cross progression is really what needs to be focused on. Yes. You know, uh, cross play can come. That'll be fine. Um, you always have people to play with you. And if it's not cross play, but to be able to take things across the board is much more valuable to me than anything else. Yep. You know, and in some cases it will, like like Dan said, not everybody's going to, you know, buy a copy of something for everything, but depending on what it is, it might, you know, promote somebody buying another game, you know, if they can play with their friends, but everything carries over. Yes, you know? exactly right. You in know? fact, uh, well, Graham had to leave, but Graham in the chat, he, he's been a, he's a really heavy PlayStation player. He's like, I think he said he's number like 400 in Canada in trophies. Like mm -hmm. he's got like. He's trophy level like 500 something now on the new system. Wow. Um, but he's been playing with us on Xbox lately as part of this kind of core group of seasoned gaming guys. And uh, he's having a blast. And he mm -hmm. said the same thing. He's like, I own these games on PlayStation. I wish I could just, you know, just bring my progress over. It's kind of frustrating. But I think that's yeah. going to be a problem of the past soon. I wonder yeah, how that works with achievements and trophies. Like if you get all the achievements on like the Xbox and then you load up your game on the other one. So did you... Did I miss that part? Yeah, no, no. Um, someone asked that question on Twitter. I think it was Dapper Tux. If I remember. Oh, okay, no, I don't follow him. So, yeah, someone someone asked that question, and someone responded that in theory you should unlock all those trophies or achievements, whatever direction you're going. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, uh, what's up? I don't know the proper ways. I'm, um, I don't know how to pronounce that properly. Imostine? Imostine? How about racer? Yeah, we'll just say racer. There you go. Good job, Dan. Um, so as you said, some skins are on Uplay Currency right now, too. So definitely check out that application um, because I know some things are limited to pre-launch, uh, which is only five days from now. So, You know uh, what I'm thinking, man? We should like all push back at Ubisoft say we're not down downloading a damn thing until we get another Splinter Cell. <laughs> yeah, we're screwed then. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We're gonna pretty be much. out of business, and like, like we're tired of you toying with us, man. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. That uh, gosh. Well, I, you know, Eric, we we've been talking about uh, a lot recently about Perfect Dark and initiative. You know, making a Perfect Dark, and and really that having the potential if they mm -hmm. do it well, and as we imagine it, to almost not replace, but almost kind of step in. Yeah, for a Splinter Cell type game. I say do it, man, because Sam Fisher showing up in every other game except his own now. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. <laughs> um, speaking of Watchdogs and Elu, we'll call we'll call Elu out here um, because we, you know, in a positive light, we'll forget about the penalty shot for now. Um, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but Watchdogs for me and him, and I've talked to many people saying the same thing that it feels like next gen begins next week when Watchdogs launches. Like that's going to really kick us off. I know the systems aren't here. But that really kicks our fall gaming into gear. That's like the first big AAA release that starts the fire, if you will. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm not sure how much next gen. I think Cyberpunk will probably do it for me. That would be that would yeah. be my one where I go, okay, now we're here. Now we're now we're talking. You know, I, I even Bahala to a certain extent. You know, it's, you know, I think down the road, obviously, we'll see a lot more of these things, but. You know, it, it's, it's, I don't know, man. Legion is, it's one of those games where I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it, obviously, but I'm, you know, a little tepid, I guess. I'm a little, I'm a little, I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen, maybe this is probably partially my, my fault, but I don't know if I've seen enough to make me go, 
yeah, this is going to be super awesome mm-hmm. because and that that might be just because I kind of avoided it because I want to kind of go in, yeah, know, kind of fresh. It it's still you know a Ubisoft game. I, I wasn't really you know this one looks so much more fleshed out than the last two. Yes, it does. So yeah, you know that that's it's it's a really interesting concept too. I really hope they can pull it off. So I'm well, ready. I think, you know, if if you're not 100% confident buying it, you could subscribe to Uplay Plus for fifteen dollars. No, I can't. Because <laughs> it's not on Xbox. <laughs> oh, it could be. If no, I'm I'm not getting back into it. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, go ahead, Eric. Sorry. No, I was gonna say. Uh, well, Lee, uh, <clears throat> this one looks like the one that two. Like it wants to kind of break the mold of what we've kind of been seeing from like the Ubisoft games of having like that template, that z yeah, type vibe. And I'm hoping that's what it is because yeah, the first game, you know, I played, I never finished it, but it was like it was okay. It it was for all the hype that it had behind it. I was like, oh, it was just it was just all right for me. Yeah. Um, I dabbled in the second one. Um, I really liked what I played. It's just at the time I was like on other things, and I, was, I just didn't have time to go back to it. And now we're so far removed. I'm kind of like, maybe one day. I don't know. Um, But yeah, but uh, Legion looks really awesome. Like, it looks like it has all the things that you would want in a game. Yeah. And I'm really, really pulling for it. I'm really hoping that it is that game that gets people talking because I guess, I mean, you guys correct me. I don't know. I guess Watch Dogs 2 did okay for the most part. I don't know if people were really. It uh, it, so it's one of those games like Dishonored too. It got rated really well, but its mm-hmm. sales were below expectations because they released it at a terrible time. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh man, Dishonored too. We that's another topic we can get into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm really cool. Same it. thing, right? Titan, mm-hmm. Same thing happened to Titanfall too. Another one, man. Yeah. I'm like, I see people on Twitter saying there's no good games. Everything's dry. I'm like, yo, there's. A tremendous amount of good games that you could go find and play right now. Yeah, you know those are two really good ones that you can go play: Dishonor Two and Titanfall Two. There you go. But uh, but no, I'm really pulling for Legion. I definitely want to check it out. And I didn't say that about Watch um, Watch Dogs Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, man, the way they've been presenting Legion has been fantastic. It has, and uh, you know. If you recall, right, so, and I've said this before, but we saw the game last year at E3, and it, it, it looked like it needed work. And if yeah. you remember when, we've talked about this too, when Breakpoint released, Dan reviewed it for us. I think, you know, it averaged a Metacritic score of like in the 60s and 70s. Uh, UB, that's when Ubisoft stepped back and said, hey, we need to do two things. We need to allow more development time, and we need to separate our games more. And to your point, Eric, that's Clint Hawking, who's the creative director of Legion, mm-hmm. said that this additional eight to ten months has really helped the team give it the full identity that they wanted to do with the, you know, the characters around the city and being able to play as anyone. And mm-hmm. I think it's, it's really, really a good thing that they allowed the teams to kind of back off and take their time to get these games right. Right. Absolutely. So cool. Yeah, I'm hoping, hoping for big things from it. But yeah. Yeah. So let's let's transition then to next gen. And I, I put in the our kind of notes on the side here, you know, now that we're a couple weeks from launch, which is hard to believe after all this time, uh, we know what the final launch lineups are. We know even all the kind of side indie games that are going to be there on day one. We know the games that are getting fully enhanced for next gen and when. So I just wanted to quickly hear your guys' thought, and I'll obviously give mine too, on, on what you're picking up and what you're like kind of most looking forward to. Um, I think it goes without saying cyberpunk is, 
you know, one of our, you know, our biggest by far, at least it is for Dan and I, Eric, and you can mm-hmm. comment on that. Um, but you know, what, what, when you pick up your series X and you pick up your PS five, if you're getting one uh, or either, um, what are you really looking forward to and what have you planned to grab? Um, yeah, I'm going to get both. Um, my plan for day one has actually changed just, uh, not for the fact that I'm disappointed in anything like that. I'm actually very excited to get my hands on these things, but, um, uh, to, you know, be a little personal with the audience because my, my wife and I have been on this journey of being 100% debt free. Nice. And, and you know, we kind of had like a little setback in that with some things that we had to take care of, but we're almost there. Nice. So I was kind of like talking to her about it. And I was like, I really want these consoles, but I know what we're trying to do. And it's either go ahead and, you know, spend whatever on these consoles. Plus, I need to get the TV because I, I have like an older 4K TV and I want the full experience. So I want to get a CX OLED finally. Getting a TCL? Yeah, I got yeah, I got the TCL 4K. <laughs> I'm not even joking, not even joking. But uh, there's nothing uh, wrong with TCL. It's just become a funny joke. Yeah, with yeah, 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 the but, guys over at the Lords. But the one I have is the the 600P, which was actually a really highly rated TV. But yes, it's not it's, it's not a CX though. Let's let's keep it real. Oh. So um, so I want the whole the whole deal. So I'm just gonna push back uh, by a month or two, and then jump in. But now to answer your question, uh, yeah, Cyberpunk 100. percent but um, Cyberpunk's uh, next-gen update doesn't hit until next year, right? Correct. Yep. And, that, you know, honestly, Ains, I'm going to wait on that. Whoa. Okay. It's going to be tough. Yeah, that's some willpower. It's going cool to be power. tough, but I'm going to hold off. Well, I, I mean, I won't have – I'll have the X, and I can obviously play it on that. But, yeah, I'm just like – I just want the full glory on that game, man. We waited this long for it. Yep. And I'm, I'm saying that now. I mean <laughs> – when I start seeing you guys talk, I may walk back on that. I don't know yet, yeah. but we'll, we'll we'll see if I hold out. Um, so yeah, uh, Demon Souls, hands down, that's yeah. one I'm absolutely looking forward to. Uh, Miles Morales, obviously, but the, I'm gonna be honest. The game I've been looking at that's really got me like I really want to check this game out is The Falconer. Yeah, me too. That game looks fantastic, man, and, and it's not a lot of people talking about it. No, you no, know, I know small, yeah. but. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah, it's a, it's a small title, but it's, it's giving me that vibes of like like Panzer Dragoon. I know they just said sort of like Crimson Skies, and I'm like, that's hey, man, let's do that. Yep, that sounds fantastic. So, um, but no, I'm sure I'm forgetting something else, but uh, I'll let you guys throw some out. I'll jog my memory. Okay. Do you? So let me ask you this: You get into uh, horror games? You looking forward to like the medium and all? Oh yeah. See, I told you, the medium is one of my most anticipated games too. Awesome. Yeah, that game looks phenomenal, man. It really does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's December 10th, but I'm counting it. It's part of the fall kind of yeah. lineup, right? 100%. So, cool. Uh, are you a Destiny player? I uh, I have not been for some months now. I, actually, probably longer than that. Okay. Um, I But I am. I do like Destiny. I really like Destiny. I just don't think Destiny likes me. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've talked to Cog about this, and yeah. I've, I've had my moments where I've, you know, I've really put the work in trying to, like, you know, get in there. But I just feel like Destiny is that game where if another game takes your attention, Destiny doesn't like it. Destiny's like, you belong to me. Yeah. You need to be here every day. It feels like a job. Your, it does, and I, I, that's the thing that turns me off to it. I'm like, yes. I really love the aesthetic. I love the gunplay, the world. I mean, this this game is insane on that level i just don't think it's friendly to like midway casual to hardcore players like you have to be completely 100 dedicated to destiny to get the full world of destiny 
You know, I've never, well, I've talked about that at length because I played Destiny when it first launched, the first one. And I was really into it for a while. And, and I felt exactly as you just described eventually. It's like they've just, the way they've built the systems in that game, and you're right, the gunplay, Bungie, it's Bungie, man. They, yeah. When it comes to mechanics, they're top tier. Um, and the worlds are beautiful. But when it, w- the way they've built the progression systems in that game, it's like if you're not putting in that hour or two a day, mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel like you're accomplishing anything. Right. Um, and for me, who plays, you know, I'm one of those guys with game ADD. I play so many games, uh, for small periods of time. It just, it does, it feels like a job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I only ask because, you know, we know that it's getting the 4K 60 FPS kind of full update on December 8th now mm-hmm. for Series X and PS5. And I've dabbled with talking with some of the, the people in chat and some of our friends around jumping into Destiny 2 and kind of starting fresh like from the beginning and playing through all the expansions. I just, I'm kind of having, I don't know if I want to do that. It's and too much, man. Yeah. No. Just put, you know, 50, 60, 80, whatever, how many hours. And then just being like, Oh man, now it's like to get anywhere again, you've got to keep playing and keep playing and keep playing. Yeah. That's, that's just it, man. It's like, I would be 100% down with you. Now I'm going to, I'm actually going to look at it. Absolutely. 100%. Like when I get my series X, I'm going to go in and see destiny at 60 frames per second. But you're you're 100 right. It's like we can do all that work, and then God forbid we decide to go play something else, and every the, the rest of the world has moved on. And there are people in the Destiny community who don't mind coming back and helping yeah. you get to that level. But at the same time, it's sort of like you still feel like, man, you know, you guys are so far ahead. I'll never catch up. You know, because yeah. I'll be honest, I've never actually even done a raid in Destiny because I've never been at the, the adequate light level because I just I would try and try and try. I would grind and grind and grind. I would get this weapon that was needed for it. And then I was off for a week or two and come back and everyone's either done the raid or it's over. Or the <laughs> weapon I got that I spent 60 hours trying to get is no right. longer powerful enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, th- you nailed it. That's And and then I look at games like, you know, Borderlands 3 is getting the 4K 60 FPS mm-hmm. uh, update. And that game, you know, I can jump in right now. I haven't played it in, in months. I could jump in right now, and in 30 minutes or less, I could have fun, and yep. I guarantee I could get some loot that'll make my character better. 100%. And that's uh, the thing I said I loved about the Borderlands world. is like you never feel like you're left out. You can be further ahead than someone else or behind someone else, but you both can still go in and have fun yep. and play those. And I still have I have to get to the, to the DLCs on that. So, um, so I'm gaming on that. If you are, man, we can definitely rock that one day. Yeah, yeah. Dan and I have played it before. Some of the people in chat. I need to go back. I've only played the first DLC, so I'm looking forward to playing okay. the uh, the update for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward. That's that's actually the thing I'm looking forward to too, man. It's just seeing these games updated because um, I know like uh, the Doom uh, DLC just hit. Yes, and I'm hearing it's punishing as hell. Yes, I've heard the same. Yeah, but I'm almost tempted to wait on that too, just because I want to see what that does on the next uh, gen system, you know? I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm feeling that way with almost everything. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm playing NHL because NHL is just, you know, next gen doesn't matter to NHL. Playing right. Rocket League doesn't matter. But, you know, it's just like I really just anything big, I just want to play on next gen now. Mm, yeah. I'm already there. Yeah. I think a lot of people are, man. Yeah, I think we're all there. Um, <laughs> So anyway, we covered, okay, so you got Miles Morales, you got Demon Souls, and getting mm-hmm. PS5. Uh, you got Series X, Falconeer, which I wanted to touch on, so that's awesome. And Medium, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very similar. And Cyberpunk, of course. Yep. Valhalla, you there with Valhalla? 
I am there with Valhalla, but again, I have Origin to still play, and I still have Odyssey to play. <laughs> You're a few years behind, <laughs> bro. But this goes back to like how so many of these games like are so daunting, man. They can be so big and so time consuming, yeah. you know. And I just came off of, you know, um, platinuming The Last of Us Two, and then I platinum Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm, I mean, I, I have two hundred. 70 hours in the witcher three so i have no problem playing as long games but it's like man but it's just yeah sometimes it's i gotta get to this one but then there's other games over here waiting so i i really want to i know i don't have to play origin and odyssey to do valhalla but i'm absolutely gonna play valhalla at some point man because that means that the vikings and yeah man that i I love that lore you know i I love the you know the viking lore and everything like that so it's awesome yeah man it's just there's, there's so much to play, dude. Yeah, it, it's endless. And Dan and I were laughing because I'm supposedly reviewing Legion and Cyberpunk, and he's reviewing Valhalla. And I think we kind of laughed at ourselves, like, how in yeah. the hell are we supposed to be doing this? Because to to really review get these games, right, you need to complete them. You've got to yep. get through experience it all. And I'm like, I'll spend hundreds and hundreds of hours on Cyberpunk. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm supposed to review. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So, Dan... We're, um, you know, a couple weeks out. I know you're getting PS5 and Series X. What kind of final games are you nailed down for both? Like, what's your plan for both? Uh, for the PS5, I'll get Spider-Man. And then... Uh, I'm, Demon, Demon Souls? No. No. <laughs> uh, I'll probably get Sackboy. Because it actually looks kind of fun. It does. It looks good. It does. It does look like yeah. a fun game. And then... Uh, I may or may not try Godfall. Depends. I mean, it, it, that might be something I, you know, I want to see some reviews on it first, get some impressions. Yeah. You know, if it's, you know, Anthem, then no. If it's something that, you know, might have a fun single player component to it, you know, yeah. it's, you know, it's done well, then maybe I'll pick it up. Yeah. Um, I think, I think a lot of people in that boat with Godfall, it seems like the more they show, it's like a step forward, a step back. I don't yeah, know right. if that makes sense. Some of yeah. it looks really cool, and then some of it looks really shallow and repetitive. And I don't know where it's going to land. Yeah, that's that's the thing. You know, it's it's like, yeah, it could be awesome. Destruction All Stars, absolutely not. Looks dumb. <laughs> um, Game of Thrones or Game of Thrones? I say GOT. Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. You know, you know I'm, I'm actually playing a little bit of that now with Legends. So Legend was good, man. It's so good. It, it reminds me of the. Uh, it reminds me of uh, Assassin's Creed uh, co-op or multiplayer. Yeah, game. it's a lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, like just the, especially early on. You know, I see some of these people now that have grinded out to like you know, some of the higher levels. I'm like, this is insane, guys. How in the hell? I'm struggling so, on the third mission. So I, I haven't played it yet. Um, yeah. I'm waiting to go back to Tsushima. I put this on here because I hearing 60 frames on the PS5. I'm pumped. Right. Like that's when mm-hmm. I'll go back and play more of that game. But on the Legends uh, with the co-op piece, is it like, is it like um, single player missions that you can do in co-op, or is it yes. more like a horde thing where it's like There's waves both. of enemies? It's both. So it's there, both. Okay. yeah, yeah. The 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 story thing is I haven't really touched the uh, the horde thing yet. Um, because I probably get annihilated by myself, but the story basically it, it kind of you pick one of the four classes to start off with. I didn't realize that you 
couldn't just jump between them. It's kind of like where you have to play to a certain level, then you unlock the, you know, you pick whatever one you want to start off with, but to unlock more, you have to get to a certain level. Right. So, and then you, you basically build, it, it's got loot, you know, different, it's, it's very similar to, uh, it's not like super in depth. I would say it's probably closer to Anthem in the, its loot, you know, because it's not um, super varied. You basically okay. have four or five different items, yeah. and and they've got different level, just different tiers, and they're a little right. bit different here and there. But that's okay. And then like the the cosmetic part is all unlocked through doing different challenges oh. and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Okay. So and then yeah, basically you play through it. I don't, what I want to know is, and I haven't played with anybody yet. I want to see if it's the same difficulty with, if you add oh. another co-op player, because right, right now yeah. I'm stuck. Yeah. It's, um, for what I understand, it is a, a lot harder if you try to go as solo. Um, I was playing the co-op with, uh, Sam the other night and, um, I think we got to like the fourth or fifth story mission before, like I had to jump off, but okay. it definitely ramps up, but I think it's, if you're in there with a partner, it's not easy per se, but it's um it's a lot more manageable. Yeah, there they, they needed yeah. there were some issues too with like just for me anyway. I had a lot of issues with like the, some of the controls and uh, mm -hmm. you know like it seemed like I wasn't blocking at all. Mm -hmm. You know, just like I was like, what the hell, man? But is this button not working? What what is going on? You know, yeah. so it's it's a it's a lot more difficult than the the base game you know, at, at normal difficulty, but it's still super fun, but it's, it's a totally different aesthetic too. You know, oh, yeah. you're going in there looking at these big, beautiful vistas. It's all kind of red and black and gray and like you know, horror movie almost. Yeah. Like yeah. Like very, yeah. It's very oh, interesting okay. in that. Yeah. And, uh, and the horde side of it, I played some of that as well. And it, it's interesting because for them not really talking about or us knowing that they were going to do a multiplayer component to it, they definitely, you can tell they put some thought into it. Because um, the classes, you definitely want to go in with the very class because they each offer something different. Like mm -hmm. the Ronin can actually heal, and you definitely need that because these bastards yeah, are, are no joke, man. Like the, you, I, I don't know if you've seen or because I know Angie said you didn't finish the game, but in certain parts of the game later on, you run into an area that you shouldn't be in, and you just get lit up with arrows. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so the archers, like in the horde mode, are so precision. And, you know, they're kind of, I would say it's almost a joke in the main game. You just kind of go and take them out. Yeah. You have to go take them out in this horror mode because these guys will just light you up from a distance. It's okay. Disgusting. You know, so it, it's actually, it's really cool. I say definitely check it out. Um, okay. You know, I picked the assassin class because like Dan said, I didn't realize you couldn't switch back and That's forth. I did. I wish I had. Yeah. So, okay. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. That's I definitely recommend it. I want to get back in and check out some nice. more. Oh, I mean, it should be, you know, I'm really looking forward to playing it on PS5 now. Um, yeah, yeah, same. I want to get back to it on that. I'm not yeah, going to do a new game plus until I get that 60, you know. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, yeah, last weekend I was thinking, man, I'm going to go back to Tsushima and uh, finally finish that before next gen. And I was like, what am I thinking? I'm just going to wait to play it, you know. <laughs> right. On Although I say that now. And then Valhalla and Cyberpunk and everything yeah. else is going to be. I'm never going to go Jumping right into it and knocking it out this week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, Dan, you've got uh, Sackboy, uh, Miles Morales. Uh, obviously, we talked about Ghost of Tsushima. Are you, you picking up any of these um, other titles like Falconeer? No. Uh, medium, you're not doing. Um, Yakuza? Nope. Come on. I'm off of my Yakuza kick for now. Um, here, here's the thing. I said it last week. 
the Kuza, the Kuza games have always had that good balance of hilarity and uh, seriousness to their story, yeah. which is always what drew me in. You know, it just it was just enough. This one looks like it's kind of moving that needle for me. You know, it's like it's going more to the ridiculousness plus the turn-based crap, which is, I mean, this is, <laughs> that's not what I wanted. Yeah, you know I mean, but that, you know, whatever. Uh, Yakuza always been, it's always been a, a fun just beat-em-up game, you know, and I don't really get into beat-em-up games very much. Yeah. So when I finally found something that was, you know, that had that nice story and then it was interjected with that humor just at the right spots, yeah. you know, where it was just like, oh, man, it's kind of hilarious, you know. And, you know, this one looks just so over the top. And that might be what a lot of people want, and that's fine. But having played, you know, the other six, seven games or whatever it is, it, it's, it's, I don't know, man. It's one of those games that I think will eventually come to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, down the road, I might pick up if it's on sale. You know, this game's been out for, you know, since February in Japan. So it's, you know, people know what it is. You know, it, it's, it's, a, it's weird seeing, like, all these promos for a game that's been out for so long, you know, when it's, you know, I've read a bunch of stuff about it. Oh, how it, did it get reviewed, like by uh, Famitsu or anything in Japan? Is it, it did. like it was like thirty-eight out of forty? I think is what they gave it. Oh, wow, back okay. in February. So it, yeah, I got good reviews. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just weird. You know, that we don't even see that kind of stuff. Like nothing I, about it. I, I wonder if, and I'm not. You know, I keep joking with you about this game because I know you love Yakuza, but this one's kind of rubbed you the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wonder, to your point about the goofiness, I wonder if they think that's what, maybe that's just the marketing scheme for it, that they're trying to right. make it funny and laughable. But when you play the game, maybe there's actually a serious story. I, I'm in- sure there is. Yeah. No, they're 100%. There, there's got to be. I mean, you've seen kind of glimpses of it, you know, from when he was, you know, when he's talking about going to prison for, you know, 18 years or whatever it is, I think is what they said, you know, in the demos that they played. Yeah. You know, so I mean, and that's funny thing is like that kind of follows uh, one of the Yakuza games. I want to say it was one, maybe the first Yakuza. Okay. Where, you know, so it, it's I'm I'm interested in it at you know later on down the road. You know, because there's so much other stuff coming out, and, sure. and the Series X. Ooh, excuse me, it's going to be mostly Valhalla Cyberpunk. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then if tactics is going to be one of those games where I enjoy those kind of games. So I, I tried it on the PC. I'm just not a PC gamer. It's basically yeah. what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to get back into that and try it out a little bit on uh, me on too. Xbox. I did the yeah. same yeah. thing I got about halfway through it or maybe not even halfway on PC. And I'm hearing that it's really enhanced for series X and um, yeah, and they, they've added stuff too, some little, you know, features and stuff, which is cool. Uh, and Gears 5, I think all of us have seen how ridiculous the updates are for that game. So, you know, mm-hmm. I won't I won't go back through that campaign right away because of all, everything we've talked about. But I can't wait to really replay Gears 5 as well. well yeah, and there's the new DLC. DLC. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah later for uh, the uh, Escape, the mm-hmm. three core characters in the Escape mode that they're going to build a three to four hour uh, campaign DLC for, which is awesome. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Asa, yeah, I'll be what's up? Out tactics too, though. Sorry, Eric. Go ahead. No, I'm saying I'll be checking out tactics also. Yeah. Yeah. Have, yeah. Did you play it on PC at all? No. No. I don't. Um, I don't have a PC like that. I'm, I'm okay. on a Mac. So. Okay. No. Yeah. Again, how that goes. 
So. <laughs> uh, it, it's really good. Uh, it's a really well done, and it's not. Right. It's it's a true gears game, and it's not like super over the top uh, uh, isometric style game in the sense of like mechanics. Like it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not overly com- complicated, so it's uh, it's easy to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? Um, the other thing, the other cool thing about tactics, not to stay on it. I've got my gear shirt on, so I have to talk about it a bit. Is that the main character is actually uh, Kate's dad, um, and right, so right. there's a tie to Gears Five, but there's also a tie to the book that came out earlier this year that ties some of these stories together. So if you're into the Gears kind of universe, it's it's cool. Okay. Um, so I was just saying, welcome back to Asa Marion. Good to see you, brother. Um, I know for Marion, it's like four in the morning or something so always always crazy when he stops by when when we're live here so um what what didn't we talk about here tetris effect connected is that a a big i know dan doesn't care for tetris at all uh eric any any multiplayer tetris in your future um you know what's weird like i I didn't even that was on nintendo switch first right it was um version of it it, no so tetris effect tetris 99 was on Switch, okay. which was the Battle Royale Tetris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tetris Effect was on PS4 with PSVR support. Right, so okay. okay. This is is that game on PS4, but with actual multiplayer. The PS4 didn't have multiplayer. Right, and Tetris Effect is going to be a Game Pass, right? Uh, good question. I don't know off the top of my head. If anyone in chat knows the answer to that, please let us know. I don't know. Okay. I know the reason I say that too is because um, th- that's a good case point for Game Pass. Like, I don't know if I would actually buy it, right? But I will definitely play it if it's in Game Pass, and I'll play it with my daughter, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's not high on my radar, but it's definitely one that might actually be one I might get my wife into. You yeah, know, she's not at all a gamer. It's very hard to get her to really pay attention to any of it. Sure. But there's Geometry Wars was like the last thing she was like addicted to. That game, that game. <laughs> I still yeah. love that game, but uh, but she fell in love with Geometry Wars, so that kind of thing kind of she gets Tetris, she knows it's been around forever, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I would definitely cool. check it out. Cool, uh, Elu says yes, uh, yeah, yes. Good. Okay. okay, good, cool. good. And then, uh, Pompa, what's up, brother? Um, Cyberpunk, all that needs to be played. I'm honestly surprised no one has mentioned The Ascent. Um, but not sure if that's launch window. Can't wait for medium and Anthem 2.0. Of course, you had to throw that in there at the end, didn't you? Um, we got actually, we got an hour 22 into the show, and uh, Anthem hadn't actually come up yet. So that's kind of not true. Did it come <laughs> up already? Yeah, Diego might have said something earlier. Oh, okay. Way uh, I might have blocked it out. I'm, I'm scarred. Um, the Ascent actually looks really, really good, but we yes. haven't heard about it since that gameplay demo. So... I, I would think that if it's a launch title, we would be hearing about it right now, and we're not. So mm-hmm. I have to assume that it's coming post-launch. Right. And and speaking of that, there hasn't been many updates either on, like, Bright Memory Infinite, right? Right. Yes. That's so Bright one. Memory, the, like, couple-hour experience that you can play on Steam right now, that's coming. Right. Um, Xbox at launch, but Infinite is, like, the full game for that, and we don't have a date for that yet. Mm. Man, that so. looks awesome. It does. Yeah, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got? Dirt 5. Um, you know, I'm a car guy, but Dirt doesn't really interest me. No, same here. Nope. And, uh, Which is why I was laughing when people were like, you know, going back and forth. on. I'm like, no one gives a damn about Dirt like this. Stop it. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure, right, I'm like, sure Dirt, I'm sure dirt has its fans. Literally, nobody's going to play it. They're going to be like, oh, look at this. 120 <laughs> FPS. It's a shit. Right. Oh, but you got no crowds. Shut up. <laughs> We're not to grinding gears yet. Calm it down. Oh. <laughs> not yet. 
Um, and then, uh, you know, one of the big ones they've talked about too is the new Devil May Cry, the special edition with the next gen mm-hmm. upgrades and, you know, Devil May Cry 5, that is. Um, I'm not going back to this, but didn't know if you guys were picking it up. No. Um, I already got it. Yeah. It's sort of, you know, it's, it's weird. Um, I love that game, but I'm sort of in the same boat with that one as like control. Okay. It's sort of, if it gets a benefit from the next gen consoles, yeah. I'm okay with that. If it comes in, like again in Game Pass, or if one day it shows up, you know, sometimes these sales it shows up like dirt cheap. Yeah, maybe then, but yeah, I don't know if I need to buy it again. Yeah, and yeah. I love that when they cry. I'm just saying, I don't know if I need, if I need to buy it again, but I don't sure. know. Yeah, sure. just to well, play as virtual. Yeah, well, cool guys. Yeah, man, I'm I'm super excited. Uh, for me, it's uh, it's all about Legion, Valhalla, and Cyberpunk. Kind of mm-hmm. those are the big three for me. I'm looking forward to going back and playing uh, titles like Gears, but. Um, really for me, it's all about Legion, Valhalla, and Cyberpunk. Because those I've said it before, those games are like combined will be like five hundred hours for me at least. Um See, you who talked about Monster Hunter World, man. You know, he's oh, he's hyped for that. You didn't have to bring that up, man. So so uh, that's more of an inside joke. Elu is always talking about Monster Hunter World. Um uh, and we we we're trying to cure him. Um it's hard, you know, he's addicted. It's <laughs> You know, drugs are bad for you, and, you know, we, we try to help him, but he keeps talking about it. I bet right. you got that question right yesterday on the Xbox trivia, though. <laughs> Probably, I saw yeah. that. I was like, oh, no. As soon as I saw that, I was like, Elu's going to get this. Speaking of which, um, I'll yeah, that, that. That, uh, 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 trivia uh, didn't go too well, did it? No, no. I was going to ask you about one more game before we move. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, the trivia was interesting, but... um. Uh, what do you guys think about Outriders? Because that's another game that initially, to me, when it showed, didn't yeah. look very hot. But the more they keep showing it, it looks better and better. Yep. But yep. what has me intrigued about it is it's doing the Borderlands thing with the Destiny aesthetic. Yes, very true. So um, I have my eye out on that one. I'm very hyped for it. And the reason is exactly what you just said. Um, it's a contained game that's focusing on loot. Right. Um, in co-op, uh, but they're, in my opinion, they're doing it the right way. Meaning, um, mm-hmm. you can play that game in co-op. It's a, it's not a service game, right? The game is complete as you right. buy it, um, even though they will add on to it in time. Um, it is also optimized for next gen out of the gate, mm-hmm. and it's cross play and cross progression out of the gate as well. Damn, they're saying like all the right things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> real. Yeah, so and I love the gore um, and. People can fly, um, if you're not aware, right? They did Gears of War Judgment, and they mm-hmm. did Bulletstorm, and uh, they're they're good with mechanics as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're not bungee tier. No one is, right? But the, their game, their shooting and stuff feels good, and I think uh, as long as they nail that and, and the loot's decent, which it looks to be, um, yeah, I, I, it's got my uh, attention for sure. Yeah, same here, man. So uh, definitely another game I'm pulling for. Yeah, so that's, that's February now. Right. So um, I, I was actually personally happy that that got moved to February because I want them to take their time with it, get it right, um, especially what we've seen, continued to see out of service games, right? Avengers, Anthem, Fallout, so we've talked about it. So mm-hmm. get that game right. Um, but uh, it also obviously comes at a period which will be less packed uh, around Cyberpunk and Valhalla. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to be playing Cyberpunk at that point. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you know what will happen, right? Is the Cyberpunk next-gen patch will come out yeah. that same week as Outriders, and it's going to be like, oh, damn it. And how are you going to juggle um, Demon Souls and Cyberpunk? And 
I'm, I'm actually open to suggestions. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you have some sort of project plan you could put forth for me. I have um, nothing, man. I have I nothing. Uh, in all seriousness, so the, the nice thing with Demon Souls for me, so I'm incredibly pumped for that game. Mm -hmm. uh, love the Souls game, but I'm doing that as a stream series with uh, a okay. bunch of the people we had and some friends. I did recently, I did a Dark Souls 3 beginning to end run with DLC, and uh, it became a really, really fun thing. Um, mm -hmm. In fact, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did, and we've got a lot of inside jokes from it now, and our character Whiskers. Um, and so I'm looking forward to doing that. I'm doing a launch night stream on November 12th of Demon Souls. But the nice thing when you do that, right, is I'm only going to play that when I'm streaming. So that uh, okay. the viewers, you know, everyone who I kind of play with, if you will, um, we go through that game together. Mm -hmm. So that, at least we'll separate that one out um, for streaming. But I, my big thing is I don't know how I'm going to do Valhalla and Cyberpunk together. Yeah, that's and, the issue. Yeah, man. I just don't know. So, because Valhalla for me, I'm not a huge Assassin's Creed guy, but Origins and Odyssey spoke to me as a guy who likes big open RPGs. And Valhalla looks to tackle that, but I'm also English, right? So I love mm -hmm. English history and the landscape there. And then you add Vikings. It's like, it's got all the components for me personally that I really love. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited. For that. And then Cyberpunk goes without saying. I mean, you could kind of tell I'm a little hyped for it, um, but that's that will surprise me if it's not in my game of the generation conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's the thing, man, I might end up actually jumping Valhalla up because there's just, there's two things like Norse mythology and Greek mythology that just, that talk to me, you know? So yeah, it's again, man, I don't know. The, the time is the, is the tough part. Always, always. Always. I do have a lot of vacation time around the holidays, which is ah, nice. Okay. So okay. I do plan on, I already have like two and a half weeks off when these systems launch. Mm -hmm. uh, but then I'll have a lot of time off around Christmas as well. So that is the nice thing. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, what were we going to touch on? Oh, Cyberpunk. One thing I just wanted to comment on, and I don't know if you guys saw this or watched the video, but um, they showed this week this facial animation technology that they're using um, from a company named Jolly. I don't know if it's Holly or Jolly, but J-A-L-I Inc. Um, but it's essentially this new kind of integration technology in the game engine that allows the facial animation to match more accurately or realistically what's being spoken by the characters. Um, and what is most impressive about this is that they've done this for all 10 languages that cyberpunk is dubbed in uh, for all characters. So they were showing, there's a video, it's on our site if you haven't seen this, um, but uh, they kind of demo this for you to show how even like the NPCs, when you speak to them, their mouths and the way their facial structure works will match up to whatever language you're playing in as they're speaking it. And it's just, it's incredibly impressive. And it, it goes to show two things, really. One, that CD Projekt Red, the investment they've made in this game is phenomenal, right? Um, but also, two, it's just, again, as games get bigger and better, um, it really shows how impressive it can be and how realistic it can be with some of these things. So did you guys see this or check it out? Uh, no, I didn't. I watched it. I mean, it's insane at this point, the amount of stuff that's in this game mm. and the amount of work they've done on it. I mean, you, you get to the point where it's like, well, what the hell else do I say? I mean, if this game doesn't come out and, and just, you know, assuming it's not a gigantic buggy mess, you know, which I hope it's not, it's 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 gonna be 
a contender for game of the year for several people. I mean, it, it, you know, several, several, I mean, several, several <laughs> I was going to say several outlets, I, I should say, you know, like, you know, it's, it's going to be, and this is it. I mean, you, you, we talked about this last week, you know, the, my hype level is so, you know, through the roof right now for this game. I'm hope I'm not, you know, screwing myself over yeah. where I get to the point where I'm like, ah, shit. Now I'm, if, if it's not perfection, then I'm going to be disappointed at this point. But I, you know what? I, I think they can achieve it. You know, yeah. I think they can hit it. You know, that's, that's, I really have faith in them. You know, there's, there's been so much work put into it, you know, plus this, the crunch, you know, now that probably helped a little star. bit. Yeah. yeah. Star. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Personally for me, uh, I, I know it's almost hyperbole at this point, um, but I, I firmly believe that once at the at, as the dust settles, the problem you're going to have with a game like this is there's going to be a million hot takes, right? Yeah. And, and games that are this deep and this extensive, like The Witcher, like Red Dead 2, where to really, really experience everything in that game, you've got to invest the time and really invest in the game. Um, we're not going to get we're not going to fully understand everything that's in this game until weeks and months after release. Um, so I'm going to try to ignore the hot takes, but I firmly believe that when the dust settles six months from now and we, we look at what Cyberpunk 2077 accomplished, um, I have little to no doubt that it may not only be the game of the generation, but one of the greatest games of all time. Hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it, there's yeah, little doubt, man. I, mean, I tell you nuts. what, man, it's, it's definitely got the potential. And at the same time, man, I mean, just... For how long it's been in development, like the delays and everything else, I mean, it's got all eyes on it. Yeah, it does. So, That's why yeah. I said the hot takes are going to be, Yeah, you're going to get people immediately, people first day, they're going to say, this is game <laughs> of the generation. Right. And you're going to have the other people trying to cause a stir by saying this game's overrated. It's not very good. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. You know, same thing as always. Yeah, uh, you have people I, saying this isn't worth the crunch. And then that'll be Jason, Jason Schreier, Schreier. What does that say, like commentary-wise, about where we are in the in the the bubble of Twitter, where it's like we can peg how it's all going to go, no matter what? Yeah, that's true. So predictable, very predictable. Yes, you know, and it's not even just Twitter. Like, if you look across, we joke around like the YouTube videos that come out, and all these other things that come out. It's just it's so predictable Mm -hmm. and so samey. Just it's ridiculous. I joked last week that uh, there was that side comment in one interview that Phil made about Bethesda when he when he was questioned about the Bethesda deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, just, you know, I said, wait for it. You know, you're just going to see a ton of videos and articles with Bethesda, Spencer and exclusives in the title. And it was right. like clockwork. You know, there was a video from every YouTube creator that we all are familiar with from every site. And it's just like it's very predictable. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> uh, on better news, we've been kind of wondering where the PS5s have been um, in the sense of, you know, other than the crazy Japanese YouTube thing a couple weeks ago, we really hadn't seen any in the wild. Well, thankfully, that ended yesterday as uh, it looks like a coordinated kind of, um, you know, delivery to a bunch of the big content creators and outlets, right? Like Greg Miller, of course, people like Keeley. You know, Keeley had his a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was cool to see him in the wild, cool to see people posting about it. Um, you know, here's uh, the one thing I wanted to just comment on, if I can find the damn thing, 
is uh, this is Greg Miller's, you know, picture of it arriving in his house. And the box is really interesting to me because um, you look at this Series X box, it's really going for this really kind of future looking aesthetic. And this box is very, very plain. Um, in fact, it reminds me a lot. I think they might have been going for the PS1 box from way back when, where mm -hmm. it's just kind of like the console and the symbols. Um, but I, you know, I like uh, I like seeing these out the wild now. So it just reaffirms how close we are to uh, to having these ourselves, and uh, I'm pumped remember, about it. Remember the PS2 box was just blue, just blue. Yeah, I still have it. <laughs> blue. PS2. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, so it looks like they were going for that more kind of subdued approach, but uh, yeah. nothing wrong with it. So I'm getting there, boys. Yeah, there. Fifteen pounds, by the way. The box is fifteen pounds. It's a big nice. baby. Yeah, it's a big boy. Big boy. So the, they said the Series X is 10 pounds. The console is 10 pounds. So I was trying to do the math of like, all right, PS5 box, you got some packaging, you got the dual sense, you got the power cord, you know, that, that means the PS5 is probably in that same range, probably 11 pounds or so. Mm -hmm. That heat sink's probably eight of it. Yeah. I just want to get it. I just want to get it and start playing it. I'm so tired of waiting. Yeah, no doubt. For no both doubt. these things. Yep. So are, are you guys uh, team vertical or team horizontal? I don't have a choice. <laughs> he's, so only, both, he's only got 10-foot ceiling, so vertical's not an option on the PS5. No, I'm, I'm literally – I've already ordered the my wall mounts, so I'm not even going to be looking at these. I, you know what I also ordered, Gaines? Go ahead. The stupid black – you know, Yeah, yeah. And I'm putting it behind my TV. Oh, I <laughs> I'm never going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I do these things to myself. I don't know. No, I don't. I'm gonna find a stud though, because those things are gonna. You can be able to just yeah. hang them in drywall. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So what he's referring to is the plate station. I think it was called. Yeah, plate station. Plate five. station is already selling the um the the. What are they calling them? The wings the or something. Panels. Panels probably. Yeah. I was gonna say flaps, but that just sounds bad. So we'll go. We'll go with panels. Yeah. Uh, the, the panels, and you can buy blue, red. Um, matte black, silver, and a, I think like one camo. Other. Camo, thank yeah. you. Um, Blue and red, yeah. yeah. Matte black, fly off the shelf, man. I already Dan yeah. and I both bought them already. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, I think that's gonna be like their one. Yeah, because it just looks better. It, the console looks better in like all black. Yeah, yeah and you know, for me, it's vertical on a top of an entertainment rack. So the Series mm -hmm. X and the PS5, both blacks in there, will look awesome. Um, yeah. Vertical. But I also wanted to, for our viewers and our channel and stuff, actually change those panels out. Do you know what I mean? And kind of show what that's like to do it. Um, mm -hmm. It'd be quick and easy, I would imagine. But uh, it, you know, it at least gives shows people what it's like. Let me ask you this too: uh, like when it comes to the panels, are there like a set for the disc version and then a set for yes. the? Okay, yes. I figured as much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you choose the same price. So I actually thought the uh, disc one were going to be more expensive because it's wider, but mm -hmm. it's the same. Okay, man. People are about to make some money off of these things, man. No Forty bucks. Forty dollars. Yeah, because he doesn't pay for flaps. No, but we talked about this what two weeks ago, Dan. I think. But what I was saying is that um, when they did the teardown, Eric is for custom consoles now, like the you know Last of Us or God of War, or what have you. Um, my opinion is that they won't do those anymore. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation instead, they will sell the replaceable, you know, uh, licensed kind of flaps. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm going with flaps. That's yeah, we're just do flaps. flaps. <laughs> Let's go with flaps. Uh, no, 100%, man. Yeah, the ROI on it is just, it's way more than trying to customize a console itself. Well, yeah, you could package it together with like a steel book and a physical copy of the game, and there's your special done. edition. Yeah, that's on. The guy's the limit, man. And third party can get crazy with them too. You yep. know, I think you're going to start seeing them too, where it it's not going to be like with the height of them. They're going to be like right, like flush with the actual unit itself <laughs> and things like that. That's true. Probably Very good point. With that. And actually, yeah, I mean, it kind of keeps you out of working or worrying about the cost of doing special editions. Yes, you know, exactly. Like right. you got a hundred different options. Go and have fun. And it kind of, yep. it's funny because I remember uh, some of those PS4 editions. And I was like, man, this, what is that? And I made the joke like years ago. I said, they should just start treating these things like Happy Meals and putting stickers in the box. <laughs> <laughs> you can customize your, your PlayStation however you want. And yeah. theoretically, they've kind of done that now. Yeah. Like, go for it, you know? Yeah, they, they've so, set them, uh, they've set themselves up. And Dano's exactly right here. What's up, Dano? He says people with 3D printers are going to be banking it. Oh, and be yeah, honest man. with you. I think that's what the things we're getting are, aren't they? It wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're making them. That's part of what I want to check out is what the quality of these things are. True, true. So, but I can see Pope, man. Pope can go crazy with these things. Yep, yep. You know? Some of those guys online had design stuff, but yeah. I hadn't thought to your point around. You know, if if you don't like that kind of pop collar look on your <laughs> PS5, Fonzie look, you can just round it off to match the top, right? You can yeah. just make it. Yeah, that's interesting to think about. There's just extra like plastic up there. It's not really aesthetically it's doing anything. Right. It's just like aesthetic, right? Yeah, it's not doing anything. Like, Wait, man, if you had it vertical, yeah, right. You could put like you could make some with like arms that attach to it. And like have like arms coming out of it that are like holding guns. There's so much you can do with this thing. Or like like you know, put like some kind of attachment where you can just like kind of screw on like an arm and like have it like you know like move your finger. Man, I'm somebody used to put thought so okay. you, you went further than me. I was gonna say you could put little clips for your controllers on the side or something. Yeah, stuff, you could know? do that too. You could actually have it holding a dual sense. Yeah. Like with hands. Uh, with hands coming out, like holding and like Eyes and so much with that. Now I'm excited. Bug snack, strawberry, PlayStation Five. There you go. Done. Done. Uh, Speaking of which, all jokes aside, is Bug Snacks? Have we heard a lot? Is there a launch date for that? Is it launch? It's on launch day. It's the twelfth. It is okay. All right, I couldn't remember. Um, Then you pick that one. Yeah, of course. I mean, that one we don't even have to talk about. You know, it's just gonna happen. Yep. Is Bug Snacks another $70 game? I don't know how much it is. God, I hope not. Yeah, me too. Because I was actually thinking about this, and I know Dan mentioned um, Destruction All-Stars, and I kind of think, to me personally, I don't know what the game is yet or what it's going to offer, but I still think that's one of those games that, just looking at what we've seen, should fall more into the the $60 range still. Mm -hmm. You know? The uh, the Destruction All-Stars? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's just me. I don't know. I just well, sack boys fifty, something like that. Yeah, which yeah. kind of makes sense. You know, that's like that yeah. family friendly. You want that, so I don't know. Unless there's some robust thing going on with Destruction All Stars, I don't it's know. Twenty five bucks, bug snacks. That's what it says here, but hmm. uh, <laughs> he said bug snacks should be eighty. Sounds <laughs> about, <laughs> sounds about yeah. twenty dollars expensive, but say. November 12th, the PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, PC for $24.99. Okay. I honestly, we've joked about it, but because that game has become become such a running meme and joke, it's going to sell more copies. 
Oh, and for yeah. that price, it's gonna go crazy. Yeah. 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 I would put out like the strawberries and hot dogs, like special edition or something, you know. <laughs> well, I'm the idiot who bought. Well, maybe not an idiot, but I'm the guy who's uh, buying the uh, Sackboy special edition with the plush Sackboy. Have you seen that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that's the one I actually want to pick up. Yeah, see. See, we're see, all man. idiots around here. Exactly, man. You know, they, they know how to get us, man. This is like you put together like a nice packaging and yeah, man. Look, Sackboy in his le- his tiger outfit. You know, I'm all over it. Let's That's, go. Look at that. That's like Nintendo level packaging right there, man. <laughs> sure. I just, is. Want, I just want the Ghost of Tsushima skin. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna be awesome. Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for it right now, Dan, to show you well, that. And who else? It's got the guy from Days Gone right here. This one. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah man. Like, I don't know who decided Connor was a good idea. Yeah, from Aquatic Dream, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think the day's gone. It's got, what's his name from uh, Death Stranding? But um, Norman Reedus. But but on the the Bucks next thing, I know it's it's definitely become like the meme, but those are the types of games, man. If it has like the right formula. Yeah. (laughs) It It could be huge for streamers, I think. I was just going to say, people pick it up streaming, it'll sell like crazy. Yep. Yeah. Next thing you know, there's like Buck Snacks Lego and <laughs> Buck Snacks Happy Meals. And- oh my God. Let's hope not. Never know. <laughs> All right. So um, the only other thing I was going to mention is that uh, they kind of figured out what that November 9th thing was for Xbox New Zealand. And uh, they kind of confirmed in, in so many words that it's a launch event. Um, and we should have kind of figured this out because Australia always does the launch first, right? Because of the time zone. Um, and in the past with Xbox, with 360 and other things, Halo 3, they did uh, huge launch events in Australia to kick off the worldwide launch. So it seems like they're going to do some big event on November 9th, uh, starting in New Zealand for uh, for the series console. So that should be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Hopefully they announce, you know, maybe not announce games, but show, show a bunch of shit. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we haven't done grinding our gears. Dan, I don't know if you come in. Eric, I don't know. Um, we didn't do this last time, but uh, we have a little section we throw up here. If uh, Anything you want to get off your chest that's bothering you, it's more of a rant section, but we don't go too crazy with it, but, you know. That's not true. Uh, sometimes, sometimes we do. Sometimes we do. Um, so anything uh, anything you want to touch on, Dan? Oh. Eric? I'm trying to think. Yeah. Well, let's talk, you're not not yeah, let's talk a minute about yesterday's trivia debacle. Okay. First of Thanks. all, okay. I don't understand how a company, a tech company, as big as of my as Microsoft, with a cloud service that's one of the top in the you know in the world, by top three. You couldn't. You know, I'm trying to picture this conversation. It's like, hey guys, we're going to have twenty five thousand people. That's the limit. That's how many people we signed up. Can you handle this? It's third party, whatever it was, crowd, whatever. Yeah, we got this, dudes. No problem. Now, as that, you know, as that third party, why you have the potential to, you know, get in cahoots here with one of the biggest tech companies, you know, in the world, and you blew it. You blew it. Like Microsoft's like, listen, we've got these servers. You know, you ever heard of them? They're amazing, you know, and it's, you know, would you like to, you know, work out a deal? You can come, you can come borrow some of our servers. You get the 360 blades, you know, we're not giving you the X blades. You can use the 360 blades. No, 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 we got this. What a fucking clusterfuck. 
it's it's such it's it's so disappointing. It's like when 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 everything launched, when they had the the pre-orders go up. I mean, they had to know they were going to get this kind of traffic. Yeah, in fact, I mean, I, I, the most I saw in live chat was forty-eight hundred. Yeah, so there were yeah. I think there was more than five thousand people. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. You know, yeah, I, I feel I super bad for those guys too. Uh, I feel bad for the host. Is that yeah, you're talking about? That's man. what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, yeah. Because I tweeted about it last night, and I said, "Hey, man, you know, technical issues do come up." But Dan, you're 100 right. It's like you're the tech company, so it's like one of those things. Like even if you have a hiccup, you should be able to come back. Like I didn't even know the whole damn thing was going to shut down. I'm sitting there kind of waiting, you know, and I'm yeah. sitting there doing some work, and I'm like, "Oh, they're done." I thought yeah, they were just, still just waiting for it. <laughs> they said, hey, guys, we're, but, we're good. We're just going to talk to the people. Tweet. I said that tweet because I felt horrible for the host. I'm like, man, these guys have to filibuster try to figure horrible. this thing out. <laughs> Fill they're probably sitting there like sweating. <laughs> they <laughs> like, were doing that the whole show. They were just like going off. I was like, oh, my God, these guys were not ready for this. Yeah, that's you, could tell, were, you could tell they were trying to get people on the horn like Stein and, and yeah. Greenberg. You know, like, yeah, we need some help. Come in here yeah. and. I swear, I, I, th I thought at one point it was going to turn each other. So, uh, how's your mom doing? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. oh, poor guys, man. No, it's, it's crazy to me, man. And just, just get your shit together. I mean, and and if you're going to do this thing, I understand stuff happens, but there's so many fucking apologists for either Xbox or PlayStation. It makes me sick. Like when somebody I don't know who it was that tweeted it out. It's just like, hey, you know, thanks for rolling with us. You know, shit happens. You know, we're, we're sorry. And it's just like it's like, yeah, it's all good, you know, it's fine. Hold them accountable for a goddamn change. Hey, you fucks, you're the biggest tech company in the world. Just do something, you know. It, it should have been the same way for if PlayStation pulls some of this stupid shit, you know. Nobody ever holds anybody accountable anymore. Yeah, it's always just like, yeah, let me just, you know, you know, that's that's all I'm seeing. That's what I'm seeing. It <laughs> sucks. I hate Twitter so much, but yeah, uh, anyway. I, you know, I, again, as someone who's dealt with some stuff in this realm uh I, i'm not apologizing for them they should have had their shit together bar oh, damn right they should have had a backup plan and a backup plan to the backup plan um yeah. in case something like this happened um the person that i don't necessarily feel bad for but i would love to be on a fly on a wall is the guy responsible for this infrastructure setup um mm. because they were not prepared last night at all no not yeah, one bit. It, it was fucking terrible. Yeah. On that side of it, it was a mess because it was like, because they actually kind of confused me at one point because I know they said, okay, the round, the first round got jacked. We're not going to go do that because people may have looked it up. We're going to push everyone to round two. And then they came back and they're like, now we're pushing everyone to round four. And I'm like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah, I'm one to four. I'm like, who's going to win this thing? And so I'm like, now I'm like, oh, all right, Series X is for everybody. Let's, let's go. That's what I was saying. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. You know? So, uh, but no, 100%. And actually, Dan, I want to, if I can piggyback off of what you're saying for a grind my gears, that is 100% where, like, my mentality is I kind of get annoyed with just trying to be a fan of things, right? Because I always feel like fans will always be fans of something, but always hold that thing that they love accountable. They'll give the praise when it's due yeah. and, and be on their ass when it's not. And it gets on my nerves on all sides of it when, you know, these extremists, get pissed at normal fans for just being vocal. Yep. You know, a lot of times I don't even say anything on Twitter. I like, I just make jokes and keep it moving because it's hard to like be critical. Cause you're always thinking about, do I really want to send this and, you know, and, and, you know, tag, you know, whoever I want to tag because I'm opening myself up to my mentioning, my mentions just being a complete mess the rest of the day. Yep. Right. 
or that person that comes in and completely takes off task what you were initially trying to say. All that stuff annoys the hell out of me, right? But holding companies accountable, and again, these are companies. They're not like family. They're not friends. You know, they're friendly. Yeah. Well, okay, I don't know about PlayStation and Nintendo. They <laughs> friendly. Microsoft's very friendly with it, but at the, at the end of the day, they have a goal, and their goal is no matter how friendly a company's being or how what however they want to go about it, their goal is to separate you from your wallet. Right. So you can as long as there's a transaction where you're giving tons of your money, tons of your time, whatever the case may be, you can be as vocal as you need to be and give praise when you need to. You know, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with, you know, being critical, being critical means that you care and you want this thing that you care about to be the best it can be. And the only way people get better is to be critical. But be you can be constructive and be critical. You don't have to be like a toxic troll or be a dickhead about it. Yep. But at the same time, if someone who's a fan is trying to be critical and speak their mind, you can disagree or you can agree, but you don't have to come in and be like, you're completely effing wrong and you're an asshole for even saying it and all this other stuff. You know, it's like, yeah, what are we doing here? Yep. No, I think you I think you said all that. Well, I don't really have anything to add. I agree 100 percent. Dan and I probably yell about that at least once a week on this show. <laughs> um, just least. all spade a spade. You know, um, mm -hmm. you're exactly right. They deserve praise when they do things. And and Xbox has deserved a lot of praise lately. They've done a lot of the right things. Right. Uh, last night was not one of those things. They they, they dropped the ball pretty big, uh, especially considering this is supposed to be for your core fans. Um, you know, the hardcore ones, right, that are there through thick and thin. Um, you should have been better prepared. There's no excuse for it. So, yeah, and, you know, it, it kind of makes me think back. I don't know if you guys remember this, but um, it was a few years ago when they first showed Crackdown 3 at Comic-Con and how off the rails that thing went. And I'll never forget looking at uh, Major Nelson. He just had this look on his face like someone's going to die for putting, <laughs> for putting me in this position. And I, I remember like one of the guys took the microphone, he's sticking it up his nose and they're all drunk and everyone's like crazy. And then the next segment, they come back and Larry's not there anymore. I'm like, Larry's on the phone with somebody right now. <laughs> like, Get me the hell out of here. I don't know what this is. Yep. But, you know, it's just it's just that thing, man. You, first of all, when you go live, anything can happen. 100%. You know? Yeah. But like you said, you got to have, like you said, Ainge, you got to have the backup to the backup. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like E3. E3 is live, right? right. Um, and that's the way Microsoft does that. But when you hear them talk about their planning for E3, it's incredibly extensive. Mm -hmm. um, and they have backups in case all types of things fail. Right. Um, in fact, if anyone listened to that Major Nelson interview with Todd Howard, Pete Hines, and uh, Phil Spencer recently, they talk about one of the failures they had at E3 on the stage. Um, they had a code word for it, which I forget now. But essentially, the whole controller connection to demoing the game failed, and they had to fail over to pre-recorded footage. But they did it, and no one noticed because you know why? Because they planned properly. Um, anything you're doing, both uh, when you do from application side and you're doing it live, and you combine those things to those two things together, you right. have to have contingency planning in place. You have right. to. Right. Um, very clear they didn't have that last night and i just to dan's point i don't know why there's no excuse for it it's not a resource conversation you have the best resources for this type of thing in the damn world make it happen yep. mm -hmm. so. yeah and but that's at the same time yeah you definitely be critical on that but you know i gave him the shout out for saying hey man at least you guys try to do something cool like in this pandemic scenario you know what i'm saying so 
I agree. At least they're trying to do things with the fans. Right. Like I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the digital fan fest approach. Um, they we've said before they are way more engaging with their fans than Sony and Nintendo are, and I think mm-hmm. I think a lot of people uh, appreciate that. And I, on the flip side, as we were talking about extremists, I think a lot of people take that for granted as if they are part of some family. To your point, right? And they like a family, and it's it's not a family; it's a company. And, and yeah. One thing I'll say about them is hundred percent. They are very good about making good on something that got jacked up. So I know Phil mentioned that he said, we'll figure something out. I know they even said at one point they were going to give everyone who attended like 5,000 points, you know, and um, they still get the the coupon, the whole nine. But Phil, I think, even said on top of that, they're going to figure something out, you know, for the for the screw up. And so I've always like admired that about them because I'll I'll never forget this. Um, There was one point where Fallout 4 went free on Xbox Live. It was a complete mess up. Right. I don't know if you guys remember this a couple of years ago. Okay. And everyone ran to download it, <laughs> you know, and then they had to take it back because that was an, obviously an error. Yeah. So in that, they took it back, but then said, hey, for the trouble, we're giving everybody $10 credit. I'm like, holy crap. Like you had, they didn't have to do that. It's like everyone kind of got excited, but at the same time, it was sort of like, yeah, we messed that up. But still giving people $10 credit for running to download <laughs> something that was an error. Yeah. Yeah. Running to take advantage of something. Yeah. You know, so I'm like. Damn, so, that's pretty awesome, man. You know? Yeah. I see a lot. I see several people in chat saying they forgot about FanFest last night and missed it. Trust mm-hmm. me, you didn't miss anything. You, you, whatever <laughs> you were doing, you were you fine. Your time better than what we did. Trust yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's about we, what, three, three hours? Yeah. Well, for me, it got to like an hour 15 in and they were still having server issues. And I just, I, I was in a party with some guys and mm-hmm. I just said, it's not worth it to me. It's not worth yep. it to stay. So I just went and played a game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a mess. Anyway, um, I think I think that was probably a, a cover all basis of grinding gears there. Um, there you go. I think uh, yeah, that's a good shout out. So let's talk about um, games that released. So a couple things this week that just touch on is uh, Rainbow Six Siege is in Game Pass. I know one of you mentioned. I think Dan, you said your son was playing it. Um, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Um, one of the big announcements for Stadia this week. Stadia was trying to generate some buzz. They were trying. Uh, <laughs> What they said is they have a week-long free demo of Immortals Phoenix Rising, which is Ubisoft's new title, The Gods and Monsters rename, uh, that's coming out in December. So you don't have to sign – you have to sign up for Stadia, but you don't have to subscribe. Like, you don't have to do that free something. You can just actually sign up and then play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that runs through, I think, the 29th. So if you're interested in that game, check it out. I actually did download it, played it on my PC the other night for about 45 minutes an hour. Um, to be fair – from a Stadia perspective, I had no issue. There was no connection issue. It played smoothly. You know, it felt fine. Um, you could tell that the resolution, you know, was lower. It definitely wasn't anything looking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it played fine. Uh, as for the game itself, I don't know. Did either of you get a chance to, to check it out? No, I did Okay. So I'm not going to – I won't stay on it too long. But um, I think it has potential. Um, it, it's an interesting mix. It's got an aesthetic similar to more cartoony in a way. Um, and it's got what I didn't expect is it's got a sense of humor. Like the writing in it is meant to be more kind of, I won't say kid friendly, but kind of comical and funny. Mm. Uh, and then it's like kind of got this hack and slashy gameplay. So it's it's a weird mix. Um, I'm interested to play it more. I'll probably talk more about it next week. Um, but uh, I don't know if that's going to be one I'm going to pick up on day one in December or not. We'll see. Right. But it's out there. I, it looks really cool. You know, I have interest in it in that regard. Um, 
yeah, I didn't do the stadia thing. Just I said I'll just wait until you know the game's like out and yeah. people kind of have their hands on it. But yeah, I can. That's pretty cool though. It has like a humor to it because it kind of looks like a Tidigris mixed with Darksiders in a way. Yeah, that's a wow. That's yeah. That's an that's an interesting. <laughs> Which I never thought I'd say, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it does kind of feel like that in a way. Um, mm. But anyway, um, if nothing else, uh, it, it did not feel like or did not look like I was playing this on a on a One X or PS4 Pro or even next mm-hmm. gen. Uh, it just so if my first experience with Stadia, like I said, played well, but definitely wasn't up to the um, what you would expect from the experience standpoint. Right. Um, just as an FYI to everyone, there's a couple free games on uh, Epic Games right now, including Layers of Fear 2. You know, there's a lot of Halloween-y things going on right now. And there's events, uh, The Haunting of Verdansk in uh, Call of Duty. Rocket League has their Haunted Hollows. Spellbreak has a Halloween event. So, you know, all these Halloween events are currently out there with things going on. So, um, Eric, what have you been up to uh, game-wise lately? you playing anything kind of new or interesting? I'm kind of jumping around, man. I started checking out uh, uh, Genshin Impact. Okay, yeah. So, which is pretty cool. I was actually, I mean, for free to play. Um, it's deep, man. It has like a lot of good systems in it. So, yeah. uh, so I'm playing that. I finally been playing through uh, Link's Awakening because I've had that in my backlog forever. Oh, the um, uh, Switch reboot one. Yeah, yeah. So I've been jumping on that and still playing Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater Two. Awesome. One and two. One and two. It is awesome. Yeah, I, I yeah, Ains, I got some serious gaming ADD going on right now, man. I can't feel like I don't feel like I can commit to anything. Right. Yeah, I'm you in know, the same boat. Really weird. So I've heard that from a lot of people. Uh, Dan, I think you said you're in the same boat too, right? It's like it's feels like a, a holdover right now until we get to next gen at this point. Yeah, I'm pretty much just kind of knocking stuff up. I've actually been watching a lot more like TV and movies and okay. Yeah, you know, here. It, it, it's, it's weird because I'm 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 it's kind of like like normally I'd be all over it, you know, but it's just now I want to wait. You know, you want to get to that point where it's just like, it's so close. You know, you're mm-hmm. talking, you know, two, three weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I was also playing Tell Me Why. That's the other one I've been. Okay. I, so, how are you like that? I started it, but it didn't really pull me in. Uh, first episode was um, was okay. Like, you know, I, so far, I still think uh, Life is Strange 2 kind of pulled me in more. Okay. Playing that one. Yeah. Um, but I'm intrigued enough to continue. I kind of want to see where it goes. I'm not over the moon about it. And maybe it's because people were like hyping it up so much, yeah. you know, from when they first jumped into it. But um, yeah, I'm gonna keep checking it out. But it, that's the good thing about games like that. Like you don't have to overly commit to them. You can kind of pick them up whenever, get back in and play. Yeah. So, oh, that's uh, another, another Game Pass title too. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, man. Cool. Cool. Dan, you got anything fresh going on? Yeah, just ghost and more house. What you guys mm-hmm. touched on. Yeah. You still, yeah, I'm gonna you, get st- back too. you still trying to uh, conquer Crash at all? Yeah, I, I, it's one of those games where you kind of just jump into, play a level, and then, you know, do whatever. Actually, I haven't really turned my Xbox on too much this week just because of Legends. So um, I'm, I need to get to Hades and, uh, you know, try it out. I've been wanting to do it for a while. Yeah. And I've got it. It's just one of those things where it's just like, why, you know, <laughs> why am I, you know, because it really doesn't do anything for me. I, I can play it. I'm like, you know, I don't have to wait on that one. It should right. be a one. I also have Torchlight 3. I haven't touched it yet. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's so <laughs> dumb. 
<laughs> whatever. Really, man. I started Hades and didn't go back to not because it wasn't good. I was, it was really, really fun what I was playing. But I just again, it's just weird. I have no commitment to any one particular thing right now. Yeah, and that's yeah. usually not how I game. Like I usually focus on a game until I'm done. And yep. it's just not sticking lately. Yeah. I'm with you. I, NHL for me kind of came out at a good time because that's a mm. game I play with buddies. Right. Uh, as, a team, as a team game. And so it seemed to come at the perfect time um, because I was feeling the same way. There's not a single player. I was trying to finish Mafia. And I think I'm actually really close. So I may kind of mm -hmm. push through because I'm really liking the story. Um, and I hadn't played it when it first came out. So that's really good. And we've been talking about that one. But yeah, right. I, same thing, man. I'm the same thing. So I think we're it, all just we're all ready. Yeah. Hey, Dan, is, is Crash as difficult as people seem? There, yeah. Well, I'm like the worst person you can like ask that question to. <laughs> I already suck. Like, there's you, there's so there's two ways to play it. You can play like the old school way where you have a certain set amount of lives, mm -hmm. you know, and, or you can play it the new way, which is basically you have unlimited lives. You just have to, you know, it just goes down against your, you know, completion thing, I think. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, there's, some places where it's just like, damn it, that's hard. You know, where it's just you, you've, you've, you know, gone through it so many times and you have to hit it just right on some of these jumps, you know. So, yeah, it, it's it's a little bit tough, but, you know, I'm I'm making my way through slowly but surely. That's why it's only like one level usually because they're pretty good size and, you know, it looks gorgeous. That's one of the best parts about it. It's an amazing looking game. Yeah, you were saying Crash is tough for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's what I've been hearing, man. Yeah, and I, that's one of those games. I love platformers, love Crash, but it, because of how I'm feeling about games right now, I didn't buy it because it's like mm -hmm. I know I just I won't play it. Right. It sucks. So I hope people, not a lot of people did that. I hope people bought it because we've all been asking for these games to come back. They finally spent the time, made a really highly reviewed new version, and I, I just hope it sold well so we continue to get them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same here. Like Banjo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do think that's <laughs> coming, man. Honestly, I hope so. I hope so. Don't don't let Dan. I'm going to mute Dan real quick. Don't <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, got a few things to touch on uh, for closing out here. But um, before I do that, Eric, I just want to thank you for coming on, man. You want to uh, give a shout out where we can find you and uh, what you've been up to? Yeah, man. Oh, it's, um, thanks for having me on. First of all, and it's, I love being on here talking to you guys, man. You're Two of the cooler guys on Twitter and in the community, man, hands down. Appreciate. Uh, I definitely recommend anybody listening to follow both of you. Uh, yeah, these guys are one hundred percent gamers. You actually talk about games you're playing and games you're excited about, which is crazy, not, right? It's crazy. It's, it's odd thing, it's man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but no, uh, you can find me on Twitter, EC Jackson with the next. Just kind of out there putting out stupid little memes and. Trying to make people laugh for most of, for the most part. Uh, other than that, uh, gaming perspective tonight, eight o'clock with uh, Sam Tolbert, Nicholas Downey, and Jared. And back, what's that? You going back? Yeah, Jared's going back. Return of Jared. Fantastic. Yeah. So uh, another than that, yeah, Brat Podcast uh, Wednesday nights nine o'clock with Enrique, uh, Slow Mo Backslap, Gaming Forte, and B Money. Nice. There you go. Dan, did you get everyone off your dongle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <First time. laughs> We're good to go. Um, 
Yeah, I got. I mean, I, I don't ever have any shout outs because I know. Yeah. I just, you know, if there's anything you want to yell out, yeah, just you know, check out the podcast. <laughs> don't follow right. me on Twitter, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's all you can't take anymore. <laughs> I feel, I feel like, you know, like with Twitter, I always feel obligated to follow the person back. But like recently, I've just gotten to the point where I'm, I, I'm on it much less than I usually am. So yeah. I don't feel obligated anymore. You know, so I, no offense, no offense. I love you all. I just try to keep it clean. You know, not like you know, vulgarly. I can give a shit less. You can say whatever you want. Right. Just the timeline. Got to keep it fresh. That's just, that's the reality of it, though, man. That's just the reality. It's like you kind of have to make the community that you want in some ways. Like mm-hmm. you just can't interact with everyone because some people are just gonna annoy the shit out of you. Yeah, it's not even them usually. It's not that's the thing is, you know, it's I've said it before, it's always that the people that follow that person, you're you know, right. it's always it's it's never like you can find like the best person in the world and you know they'll attract, you know, because they have like one hot take, you know. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, it's like, oh my god. Yeah. I'm I'm pushing for a all news outlets turn off the replies on their tweets. Would mm-hmm. save us so much, so many problems and so much discussion. <laughs> Just like, here's some news. Okay. That's nobody needs to talk about it. I don't need to know anybody else's goddamn opinion about it. I just right. want the news, you know? And, you know, instead you get people like, yeah, but PS5 is like partial RDNA too. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. Right. You know, that's, that's, that's the problem, you know? But, you know, then there's an engagement issue. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, that's how Twitter's built. Twitter is built to, like, from, from as far as I can tell, from an algorithm standpoint, to do things to kind of trigger you or to get you to engage with things that you probably otherwise wouldn't. Because otherwise, why why does it like retweet? Like someone who you follow retweet someone that you have no contact with into your timeline, or someone that shows you a like from someone who, or someone who likes something from someone again who you're like that person's annoying to me. Mm-hmm. Or or suggest people who you you're like, I would never follow this person. Why are you suggesting this? Yeah. You know, it's just weird, you know. It's the way yeah. social media works, man. What's that in? I said it's the way social media works. Yeah, yeah. It's designed that way on purpose. But which I would recommend if if no one's watched the uh the social dilemma on Netflix. Yes. Watch one, that. What one hundred percent. Yes. Yep. And on that note. Uh, I was going to be a little more serious for a second and just say uh, I realized that it is October 24th as you're listening. And, uh, you know, especially here in the U.S. for our U.S. listeners, we realize that we're uh, in crunch time, not just for the new gaming consoles, but in election time. And election time brings out uh, the worst in a lot of people, sadly. So, uh, you know, try and be good. I think our audience is fine uh, in the sense of we, we everyone here seems ultra friendly. Um, which is great and how we like it. Um, But I know it can be a stressful time for a lot of people. So take care of yourself, take care of your family, take care of each other. And, uh, you know, just make sure to vote. I know that's, you know, that's cliche, but it it matters. It really matters. It really does. Um, So vote. And I'm not telling you who to vote for, but I am going to say that vote for people that make uh, the world a better place, not worse. Uh, We need more of that around here. So, um, and on that PSA, you know, um, I will end by saying thank you. That was BitCast 128. We have, uh, for Season Gaming, we have some new articles coming this week. 
we have uh, more next gen coverage. You know, we're going to be talking obviously a lot about next gen, as everyone will be. Um, we have some other shows and guests planned here in the near future, which are going to be really fun. Um, I think I mentioned it before, but December 1st is our five year anniversary um, for season gaming. Uh, the very first article that ever went up when I posted season gaming is coming was December 1st, 2015. Um, and so we've got some things in the work for works for that as well. Um, and I'm going to be doing over the next month, some charity live streams as well for extra life and other things. So kind of a lot going on from a community perspective. So definitely stay tuned there. And, uh, one kind of funny thing I've joked about, but I'm actually working on getting live soon is, you know, I want to thank everyone who's ordered season gaming merchandise. We've got a lot of sales lately. Um, and it's really cool to see, but I also sent the donation to uh, special effect and able gamers earlier this week, uh, the latest donation, um, which is always a good thing to do from season gaming. Um, so thank you all for that. And uh, very soon here within the next few days, we're going to have uh, season gaming themed uh, face masks in the store. So if you need a new face mask while you're out in public trying to avoid the COVID, um, now you can support season gaming and our uh, gaming charities while doing so as well. So uh, I will obviously announce when those officially come out, but soon. Uh, right. I think I think that's everything. So thanks again, Eric. Been a pleasure, man. Thank um, you, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, chat. You've been awesome as always. Really appreciate everyone stopping by. That was Bitcast 128, and we will see you next week. Peace. <laughs>